Hello, everybody. Tonight is Wednesday, December 14th. 2022, 2022. I know the date. Coming to you live from the sewers of Brooklyn, New York, everybody. It's Nick the Rat Radio. Let's crack a beer. Living the high life tonight. Tonight's a very special episode. I have a really uh, fond friend named John Fletcher, who I've never interviewed before. Talked to a lot. We had a little, we had a little chat. We had a little uh, fireside chat. Uh, I think we, when did we do it? Like Saturday night? A Saturday night? We recorded it. And we're gonna play it back tonight. Now the little, the little tiny chat was about three hours long. So uh, we're gonna be listening to that broken up over five segments throughout the show tonight. Yeah, oh my. It was a very it's, it's a meaty it's a mighty meaty chat. We talk about um a whole bunch of stuff. You might find it interesting. If you don't, you know, you don't find it interesting. But you will. God damn it. I'm sure you will. It's going to be so interesting. I'm going to listen to it over again. Now, this is this is what we're going to be doing now. We're not going to have open we're not going to have a uh, open uh phone lines. Phone lines are closed. But I will be playing voicemails um, after songs. So, you know, the, so- the, the show is going to go how it normally does. It's going to be segments. It's going to be songs. I'm going to play some of the interview. I'm going to play some songs. I'm going to play the interview. I'm going to play the song. And I'm going to be playing um, the voicemail. So if you, if you are listening live and anything uh, uh, in the interview uh, uh, sparks your tickle or pickles your fickle, Call in and leave a voicemail, and you'll hear it on the show at some point. So if you want to be like, Nick the Rat, man, you're a, you're an amazing interviewer. Just want to let you know that. You can, you can call and leave a voicemail and say that, and I'll play it during the show. Um, yeah, we got music. We got, uh, we got, uh, we're going to do that. We're going to, we're going to listen to this. So we're going to take a, a quick music break. Then we're gonna jump back into it. I'm gonna. This is live right now. I'm. I'm here. I'm here. I'm gonna be listening to the interview with you. I'll be in the chat room. It's streaming on No Agenda Stream. It's streaming on NickTheRatRadio.com. It's streaming on uh, Twitch.tv. It's gonna be on YouTube soon. Uh, and uh, but you know, if you join the chat room, you go to the Discord or the Twitch or the IRC. You, you could hop in any of those spots. We could chat. I'll be. I'll be talking. I'll be there. You could see me. It'll be great. Bunch of stuff. It looks like Fletcher's even in the chat too. So if you'd like to talk to him as well, he's there now. And I guess you could like ask us questions live in the IRC. We'll answer it there in the in the uh, the, the text chat. But we can't go back in time and uh, 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 aud- aud- audially answer you or some shit. Anyway, 
You'll get the hang of it. Just hang out, have a listen, leave a voicemail, and uh, yeah, I'll curate. Curate it? I'll curate all this shit. Don't worry about it. Uh, I Saw Three Ships by Steve Sweck... Sweckababa. Right after this, I'm going to hop right into the interview. Stick around. Nick the Rat, and tonight we are interviewing, well, I already probably said all this during the show, because this is pre-recorded, this is being recorded on a Saturday night at, uh, not at midnight, but close, and uh, we're talking to John Fletcher tonight. John Fletcher, can you say hello? Hello, it's me, the the guy, he just said my name, and that's who I am. I'm going to crack open he a beer. He knows my name. I'm going to crack oh, open a beer. me too. Oh, uh, crack open one for you. What are you, what are you sipping on? Oh, I'm uh, I am drinking Modelo Especial. Ah, cerveza fría, sí. The most especial. Donde están los baños, por favor? I'm, Which is I'm, what I'll be saying after drinking the entire large can of beer. Oh man, I hope you bring the microphone to the bathroom with you. I want to hear the stream, baby. Sí. Let's see, senor. I'm a. Uh, sí. Having the Coors Banquet over here myself. Uh, mm. You know, living the high life. Wait, that's Miller. The envy. The envy of Scandinavia. They can't get it up there anymore. Really? Yeah, that's what I've heard. But it's it's golden Colorado. I thought this was made of the piss from people in... Uh, wait, Colorado's not in fucking Canada. Holy shit. Yet. <laughs> yeah. Almost there. Uh, you know. All right, it John- might happen. I have, I have yeah. a, a question right off the bat, which has been bothering me. So oh, you okay. are not Jonathan Fletcher. You're John Fletcher. 
Yes, uh, with a with an H in there, J O H N, where John, short from Jonathan, would just have the J O N. This this is a weird. This is this is weird to me, because like you know, I'm Nick the Rat. I'm also Nicholas the Rat. Or uh, can I call you Juan Juan Fletcher? Would that be wrong? See, no, no, see. Well, Jonathan, that's all. Me, Jonathan, homo Juan. Is, is Jonah is Jonah short for Jonathan? You know, that's interesting. I don't. I'm not up to speed on the the history of the names John nor Jonathan nor Jonah. Huh. Or Joan, even maybe I think Joan must be the female version of John. I don't know. In an alternate universe, there was a a John of Arc, or John Dark, as you some might say. John of Dark, John. Uh, maybe these are all these are okay. How about how about this part though? Uh, are you are you from a long line of Fletchers? Yes. What, Very when, long. When is the last time you fletched an arrow? Uh, when I was a kid, like summer camp. Oh, really? You've actually fletched a, fletched an arrow? Mm-hmm. Fucking Indeed. The people in the summer camp must have been bugging out. They're like, there's, there's John Fletcher. They, they didn't even know that's what that meant. <laughs> I thought, uh, for a second, I thought fletch, uh, fletching was like a, like a, a dirty word or something. But oh, like- you're, you're thinking of felching. Yeah, I'm thinking about felching. Felching is a dirty yeah, word. Right? That's, uh, that's, the, that's from the dyslexic members of my family. Sucking or eating semen out of someone's anus. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't talk about them. I don't know. But yes, uh, quite a long way. My, my family uh, goes back to the USA. Uh, anyway, uh, 1630 is when they got here. Oh, so you're, uh, you're like... Fifth, sixth generation American, maybe even more. Maybe more. I don't know. A lot of got a lot of old people in my family. Well, that's cool. I have cousins that are older than my dad. Fuck. Yeah, because uh, my dad's uh, the ninth of eleven children, and so his oldest siblings uh, were having kids well before he was born. Well, yeah, after because you can't you can't have like a kid uh, after like it takes like a year after you have the first one or something. So if there's 11 of them, that means there could be 11 year span between. Yeah. Your, yeah. Your, <laughs> your parents' parents must, uh, or parents' parents' parents, wherever they must have uh, really, must have been having fun. And they weren't even Catholic. <laughs> Just partying down. Uh, but yeah, they were, they were from Illinois though. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. You're in, you're in Tejas right now, right? Tejas, yes. Were you, were you born in Tejas? I was, I was. And wow. so was my dad, um, but um, his parents came down here in the 30s. Wow, so you're like, you're not like one of those um, implants or fucking hipster Texas people. You are, you're not, you're not like second, Adam Curry. Second you're generation. True, you're a true Texan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, uh, does it piss you off that Adam says he's a Texan? Or is that a... No. 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 He's a he's he cool. he behaves Texan enough. He do. He got guns and stuff, and cooks on the the meat. He's a meat. He's passable. I'd uh I'd go I'd 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 felch him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? Um. I mean, honestly. And when when did you did you start when did you start listening to? Because I met you through uh the whole No Agenda Network. 
uh, deal. That yeah. Was, that's how I, uh, how did, how, when did you start listening to uh, No No Agenda? Uh, right before, uh, right before Obama's second term. When he was running and they were, they were doing what they do, analyzing the news. And they, uh, this guy I used to work with, I was just griping about politics. Like, uh, in the shop I was working at, they play, they were playing Fox news during the day. Yeah. And I was like, man, these people are so full of shit. You know, and I was bitching about that and saying, this is the exact same shit you see on CNN. It's just different people saying it. And this guy was like, hey, I listened to this this podcast uh, called No Agenda. You might like it. They're saying some some of the same, same shit you're saying. And so I tuned in, and, and at first I was like, what are these guys going on about? And then they, they started saying, uh, oh, you know, just follow the money. And they started... Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but they had just said, like, you know, uh, in a little bit, we'll find out that this is how this works. And then sure enough, six months later, it came out that that was how it was going on. And I thought, man, how do these guys know this? They must be they must be in on it. They're probably spooked. <laughs> it could be. Well, I, I, I think I think John is just such a skeptic that uh that he's going to be right sooner or later. And I think Adam's from the future. So when you have a, a future man and a skeptic and you put them together, it's really molds into a solid piece of uh, data being mined from the ether or something. They've got a good back and forth between them just because Dvorak is such a skeptic and, and Adam tends to, you know, get a little kooky sometimes. Way kooky. But, yeah, but I like it. And I like John's skepticism. I can relate to that, too. Oh, yeah. John, that's 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 why I started first listening, because John was being skeptical on, like, tech news and stuff. I'm like, this guy, this guy's not a fucking piece of shit, like, already in the fucking tech world. And uh, that's, that's how I got hooked on it. And then I was like, wow, Adam Curry, he's, he's from the future. What the fuck is going on? Um... <laughs> uh, who who do you think would win in a fight, John or Adam? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I bet Dvorak's no slouch, you know. He's a big guy. Did you ever meet them? No, no. I've, uh, I mean, I've, well, no, I've only talked to Adam, but I've uh, you know, never met Dvorak either or talked to him. You, wait, but what? I've seen pictures and he is a, He's a lot bigger than I thought he was, as in, like, tall stature. Dvorak yeah. was on your show. Oh, he was. <laughs> I remember listening to that. Hey, uh, at least somebody did. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> so what's that show about? I... <laughs> uh, we just talked about uh, bullshit. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Welcome to the show. He hung in there the whole time too. I was like listening, like I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, this is hilarious, because you and uh, Carol do like a pretty free, uh, free flowing formed show, and I think John's used to like, uh, like a more uh, structured thing that uh, you know, because like Adam does everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I could, I could hear that in his voice that that's what he was expecting a little more structure as far as like the subjects we were going to talk about and all that i just wanted to pick his brain about whatever and just let it you know go where it goes 
And, uh, but yeah, he hung in there. I, 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 uh, tried to make myself laugh at least and threw in a bunch of smart ass comments that I thought at least one of them would have made him just hang up, but he didn't. <laughs> and he still answers my emails. So. Well, you are a, you're a pretty big integral part to the whole no agenda show as, as well. With all, with all the screaming you do. Oh, you can, you can thank Thomas Noosebaum for that. <laughs> Noosebaum! Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, that's, uh... It was his idea to get me to start doing that. Really? Wait, why are you screaming yeah. to Nussbaum? How does Nussbaum know you could scream? Huh? Uh, huh? Because of the Putin yell. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, is this it? Uh no. That why was were you it. screaming? Why were you screaming Putin? Uh, you can blame John for that. News Bob. Wow, that was louder than I thought it would be. But there it was. Um, yeah, uh, Dvorak. They were talking. You know how like so many years ago, when Putin was first making his rounds in the news, and everything was being blamed on Russia and Putin, Putin this and Putin that, and how Dvorak the times wanted have changed. <laughs> yeah, come full circle jerk right back to where we started. And Dvorak wanted somebody to do, uh, like, from Hogan's Heroes. You know, Hogan. Yeah. He wanted a Putin. And I I looked and looked and looked, and really, uh, Colonel Clink never said Hogan like that. Uh, I always thought he did, but once I started looking into Hogan's Heroes, it, yeah. he, he really didn't. That's kind of like, and plus uh, he never, he never like yelled it like, he never got too excited really about all the times Hogan was trying to escape and everything. Um, so I just ended up trying screaming. a bunch of different things, and then uh, one time I just yelled it like full voice into the microphone, and um, I Rest I forget who history. I asked. I asked someone in like real life which one they thought was best, and they, they were like, the yell. The yell's better. And so that's the one I sent. And then uh, Dvorak liked it, and so did Adam, and they just started playing it. And then Newsbaum liked it but wanted me to yell his name, and so it was it was Pi Day in 2015, 3, 14, 15. Hmm. And his suggestion was anybody that donates 3, 14, 15 uh, would get me to shout out their name like that did you did you get any kickbacks from this or <laughs> i got a knighthood oh so n- not really too much no i'm just <laughs> hey i mean you know <laughs> no that's cool it is what it is i did get the ring and all that the ceiling wax. oh um, sweet yeah does yeah. it still stick to the ceiling yeah it's wax yeah um, it's probably still in the duplex i used to live in um uh people may have heard me say it many times but that duplex i was Living in at the time, I did, I did forty-eight yells for people during that that whole pie donation thing. Forty-eight of them, and that I had to do multiple takes each time because I knew Dvorak <laughs> liked the voice crack, yeah, and it cracked kind of in the middle, and so I kept doing it and trying to make myself get that voice crack in the right spot. And so I was yelling people's names like Fugazoto and like whoever else, like <laughs> Mick Vader and all this kind of shit over and over and over. My neighbor thought I was nuts. 
He was like, you and uh, you and the missus having uh, some hard times? So Role like, playing again? No. Yeah, like, what are you talking about, man? He's like, I just hear you yelling a lot, and you're like, it's the same thing over and over. I'm like, oh, dude, no, I'm doing this for a show. Like, people are asking me to do these things, so I'm yelling in their name. He's like, oh. He's like, I thought you had, like, some serious issues, man. I'm like, oh, okay, no, no. I don't. That <laughs> that's it's also rough on your voice too. It's got to like uh, as I was about to say, you should like mm-hmm. open a, like an only yells uh, site or something, like OnlyFans or something, where you you could charge people for you to yell their name. But th- that probably it could do some damage. You could do it on Fiverr maybe, or uh, yeah. what's that other one where uh, Cameo? Hmm. Yeah, you would be great on Cameo. But Fletcher yells your name. It's it's not it's not as hard on my voice as. As uh, you would think, uh, because I've I've always done it when I was in school, like in high school, uh, I was a retard. <laughs> like I, I goofed off all the time. I was in band. Um, I wasn't very good at band, but it gave me the opportunity to goof off unsupervised quite a bit. And uh, I got into football games just because being in the band, we had to be at the games and play idiotic songs. There was a lot of time where we got to watch the game and just goof off. So I was always yelling shit at the games. Like, you know, I'd hear parents or girlfriends like yell out like, go Braden or whatever kind of bullshit. And I would just yell for the opposite team. No matter who they were, I'd find somebody's jersey, like see their name on the back and yell like, go so-and-so. That fucking band, man. So Mm -hmm. mean to our kid. Did you ever wear one of those uh, big band hats? Like a, it was like a, it's like one of those, uh, like a, the, the church guy, uh, like the Pope hat. Don't, don't band people wear like the big Pope hat, but in different colors. Am I? Oh, it was kind of like that. It it was like, I don't know what style hat that is. It's, it's just a cylinder, you yeah. know, really with like a badge on the front of it and then a plume, you know, just like a, a tuft of fake feather or whatever, right on the front. Uh, super lame, and yes, I had to wear that shit. Is there any and a band uniform with like the cross belts? Oh yeah, there's probably pictures. Yeah, <laughs> but I graduated in 2002, so um, fortunately, digital cameras weren't really accessible to high school students. Ah, uh, well, you know, you get those Polaroids, scan them in. I know those. Well, the, you remember those uh, yellow cardboard covered uh, disposable cameras? Yeah, Kodak and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, those uh, somebody had sent me pictures a long time ago. Uh, a friend of mine, she moved to Reno and then like found me somewhere. Uh, it was probably Facebook back in the day when I actually had it. And uh, she sent me some pictures from high school, but I don't think I was. Well, I was in a band uniform in one of them, but I didn't have the hat on. So sorry. Fuck that shit, then. I don't want. I was gonna pay good yeah. money to see you with that. Uh, hey, if I find one hat. with the hat, I, I might go by the the old high school and see what they got there. You never know. <laughs> I probably have a yearbook or two somewhere around here too, in a box. In a box. In a box. In a box. Box of year. In a mop. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, what you were just talking about about the uh, the Hogan scream. That's kind of like the the Mandela effect. Like people remember things wrong. Um, mm-hmm. Also, like in Star Trek, because uh, I always thought that you did the yell kind of like uh, I thought it was like Khan, 
Khan. That's yeah. That's actually more accurate. Yeah. That it's uh, so I was I always thought that that was like there, but I do kind of recall the Hogan's Heroes thing as well. Uh, uh, it's the Doctor in in Star Trek never said, uh, uh, "Damn it, I'm I'm a I'm a damn it, Jim." Yeah, there, there's like something that he doesn't say. I forget what it is, but everybody. I'm thinks a doctor, he said not it. an engineer, or whatever. Yeah, uh, something like that never happened on the show, but everybody thinks it happened. Um, do, do you like Do you like Star Trek at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Really? I definitely. Yo, for sure. Oh. I got, uh, I got more into the Next Generation than the original series, which because, is easy to do. <laughs> it's, it's a- well, yeah, TNG was like on TV. Uh, knew when i was a kid in in the 90s and so i would always beg my mom to let me stay up late so i could watch an episode of uh, the next generation and wharf was my favorite really yeah Is- there's just something about wharf uh, you know it was just you know just so uh i don't know Worf always gets uh, shut down <laughs> he always has like a suggestion like oh uh there's there's some uh there's some romulans coming he's like Captain, we should fucking blow them the fuck up. And then, and then, cards, uh, cards always like, shut the fuck up, Worf. It's like, no. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Captain, uh, permission to fire photon torpedoes. Uh, belay that order. Shut Worf. up, Worf. Belay always sounded like a sexual dirty term to me. I was <laughs> out with this lady and I belayed her. Yeah. Yeah. Riker to, uh, to, to Commander Troy, or not Commander, whatever her fucking title, Counselor Troy. Can I belay you in my quarters later? Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> I'll see you there sharply at uh, whatever time. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah, so, so whatever TN- their fucking stardate time, stardate. 17, 18, 19, 421. Supplemental. I, I belayed Counselor Troy this evening. I think that was that part uh, made me hate the new Star Trek the most because they took that out. They took out the Star really? Yeah, I'm mostly sure they did from what I can recall of that garbage. But uh, uh, is TNG still your favorite, uh, still your favorite series from Star Trek? I really liked Voyager, too. Um, and I even liked Deep Space Nine when it was on. I watched it mainly for uh, O'Brien, but uh, <laughs> the uh, Quark. The the Ferengi guy was pretty funny. He was good. He was good. Um, I'm I'm rewatching Voyager currently. I'm um, on season three. Uh, ooh, ooh. I think Deep Space Nine is way better than Voyager. I would say TNG yeah. and Deep Space Nine are probably the best two. I mean, they they all have their their general, I guess, like cheesiness or hokiness, whatever you want to call it. Uh, made for made for tv sci-fi oh well yeah but uh voyager did this voyager through they were like the first star trek to throw in like like jokes about people like oh kim you're you never get laid ha 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 like weird like weird like uh like jokes mm. like deep space nine and tng never you would you would never see somebody throwing out a joke like that sort of like it's 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 a very strange show it's uh it's still good i do enjoy voyager i'm not a voyager hater I like all the I like all the Star Treks. I like, I even like Enterprise as well. Oh yeah, that was one I never watched much of. Uh, it's, been, it's been a long time. Uh, I uh, I do have Voyager clips. Sorry, these lab rats are fighting back. And they are oh louder than ever. That's a good one. 
Yeah, I liked that one. Uh, uh, what was that con- uh, comedian's name that was on there? He was like uh, some kind of person from the past that I think Q had brought up. Um, uh, uh, I think I just watched that episode. It was it. There was a guy uh, in a Q episode. Mechanical that- women who live in boxes. What's that guy's name? That was just him? Because uh, yeah, the one I'm thinking him. about, you were talking about, was uh, when Q had some people on from like different generations saying that these people created the future. And one of them was at Woodstock, and he was able to turn on a turn on a speaker or something to make Woodstock happen. And that, that like made somebody else's career. And they're like, wow, this is great. Uh, oh, yeah, that one. But I don't know. Maybe that's not the one you're talking about. No, it's, it's not. But it... Mm, it doesn't matter who that guy is. It really he's is. dead now anyway. Yeah, you know. Stardate. Yeah. He's not even born yet in Star Trek. No, actually he's already been, yeah, he's dead already in Star Trek. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's, he's dead. Reformat the Hollow Matrix. The Hollow Matrix has been formatted. There we go, we fixed it. Ooh, very nice. Uh, my favorite character from Voyager is definitely Tuvok. I think Tuvok is oh, yeah. far and beyond the best character on that show. And Chicote yeah. might be the worst cuz he was he was just a cuck. He was just so yeah. He's he was flat. So he flat. was like he's like warm soda, you know. Tom Paris pushed him over, and he fell like a wet sack <laughs> of noodles on the floor. It was it was, it was embarrassing. <laughs> and then some lady injected his ass and took out his semen and had a baby with him, but it turned out not to be his baby, and it almost got everybody killed. And when she died, he gingerly touched her face. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Seska, the fucking filthy. Giving a bad name to to uh, Native Americans everywhere. <laughs> he was uh, he was written by a guy that said he was Native American, but it turned out he wasn't. Oh well, what do you know? It was it was a big shit show. It was like every. It's actually kind of perfect <laughs> for the way uh, Chicote was. They they thought they were <laughs> well. They could have made him better. Like if Chicote actually was based on maybe some Native American information, he might have been a better, something better character like than something. a direct descendant of Geronimo or something. Would so have been like, cooler. <laughs> Sitting like, bull or whatever. I had a dream, a dream walk, and here I am. I'm, I'm Chicote, and I arrived in the future oh, in these strange ways, but I can adapt. George Takai was on there. Yeah, he was. I think I have to him, too. If you're going to remain on my ship, you're going to have to learn how to appreciate a joke. Yeah, that's actually, that was the last episode I just watched. That was season... Oh, there you go. That was season four, episode one, I think. Hmm. Or two. It was episode two. Yeah. Uh, flashback. That was from a show episode called Flashback. Oh, better than Flashdance. That would be hot. Like, Flashdance mixed with Star Trek. Yeah, but Janeway's wearing the sweats. Uh, you know, maybe back in the show. Nah, 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 eh, eh, no. I'll pass. She's a maniac. Who's the hottest yeah. chick you've ever seen on Star Trek? Oh shit! I mean, Ashley Judd was in there. Ooh, I think I think the original series might have had the hottest chicks on it. Yeah, they were. They were shameless about that. They were just like bombshells, like these beautiful, gorgeous women, almost fucking Nate. I was like, wow, this not a thing for green ladies now. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why, but... <laughs> uh, 
Can can we take a quick pee break? Because I'm I'm on my second beer over here. Oh boy. Well, yeah, it's your show, man. Well. Also, it's going to be some it. editing. I'm going to have to cut this time. This is going to be a, a blank spot. I'm going to have to cut this out. Maybe Ooh, I'll leave blank. it in so we could pee during the show too. Oh yeah, take your microphone in there. <laughs> I I might have a long enough XLR wire. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll be we'll be. <laughs> I'll be right back, John. Hold on. Uh, do you have to take a break? Squirt it into your Go mouth. Take a break. <laughs> okay. Go pee with PP Plus. I just felt something hot on my legs. Oh, you got to pee a lot now. I got peed on by a tiger. It pees out of its mouth. We really want to celebrate the peas. Go do what you got to do. We uh, we shove off in five. I just felt something hot on my legs, and I realized that I was just peeing on myself. Sure is a lot of pee. I enjoy crypto just like I enjoy fresh piss on my organic greens. Are you going to cry? Piss your pants, maybe? Maybe (laughs) shit and cum? Yes. I've just been playing all of my pee clips. People are stupid. They're always thirsty. But they don't drink their own piss. I don't get it. If you just drink your own piss. Salty. Uh, how do you EQ your mic? Do you do a live EQ on it? Do you have like, do you have like a, or is it hardware? Are you hardware EQing it? Yes. It's, uh, Is you yes. sound, you always sound amazing, man. I love how your mic sounds. And right now I'm trying to fuck with mine and I still sound really tinny in my opinion. Oh, what, uh, what does it? Let's see. Uh, let me follow my little pathway here. Where does um, your mic, where does your mic come? Do I do I sound deeper now? I don't even know. Say say some more. Uh, say some more. Do because uh, I knew I, I think I had a really. Tiny... Oh yeah, there's a little there's a little more low end on there now. Yeah, like oh. this one, actually a microphone. The, the mic I'm currently using is a Radio Shack ripoff of a Shure SM58. So it's not even a Shure one. Nope, <laughs> Sure ain't. It's probably got all the same stuff inside of it. It does exactly the same stuff, and it goes into uh, this. Uh, I'm just using this Roland VT3 really as a preamp, but every now and then I'll hit it to give the reverb. Uh, and then that goes into the piece of gear that makes the difference is this um, Behringer Dual FX um, multiband sound enhancement processor. Whoa! It, it gives me uh, a low mix. And I can tune that, and a do- I have the choice between a uh, exciter or a enhancer, which does various things to the low end, and then a high end mix. So this is with it on, and then that's with it off. Ooh. There's, yeah, I hear. Uh, it. Yeah, and then 
because of this microphone, I scoop out some of the EQ uh, in the mid-range frequencies. That way and it doesn't sound when, all nasally and honky. So you're doing the EQing on the on the hardware, and do you do it live, or do you do it and record it and then play it back, and then... I was no, I'm doing it live. I'm doing it live. It's the... The mid-range scooping is done on my mixing console. Do you have like a, also, like a visual uh, uh, waveform or are you doing it just with your ears? Yeah. Uh, it's both. Uh. It's both. It, uh, I'll listen and then I go and look at the waveform to, to see uh, where it's at. Gotcha. Gotcha. Ah, it's so fun to play with uh, noise and stuff. Yes. Uh, oh. Lots of it. Before we talk about music and stuff, though, I, I want to ask you about Christmas because this is it is uh, December. It's uh, we're in December. Do you do you like Christmas? Is Christmas a holiday that you enjoy? Um, mm, do you have bad feelings, no feelings, or good feelings about it? Generally speaking, uh, no. I don't. I don't really celebrate holidays. Um, you know, any of them. Really. So you don't have uh, like colored lights up right now? No. Wow. How about for not. Halloween? Do you get a, do you put a pumpkin up for Halloween? I I didn't this year. Usually I do at least carve a pumpkin. Um. But no. Uh, and lately, the past couple of years, Halloween has turned into Halloween mess. <laughs> More or less. People have the same kind of inflatable bullshit in their yard, but it's just orange and and purple instead yeah. of a uh, red and white and green somebody mentioned like they want the like the charles dickens christmas back and i, I totally agree with that like uh like instead of green and red she like be like black and white and like moist and cold just like ugh. yeah oh man that that story with with uh you know mr scrooge and everything that's a scary fucking story oh yeah really it's uh, was it was Scrooge's friend's name fucking Henry? No. Oh, sorry. the guy that works for him with um, the chains on him. Because I remember from uh, oh, the uh, the right. Disney cartoon um, with uh, Mickey Mouse, and uh, that shit was really weird because it's like really cute characters and the stories fucking horrifying. Uh, it's like Disney Kobe, was weird about that too. Kobe and Meyer. Yeah, it was a because Disney would have those cute characters giving you. These scary fucking stories. Like, you know, I mean, it's it's whatever. But like, and you're dead next, Scrooge. And it's like, here's a grave with your name on it. And then he kicks him in. He starts laughing. One of the, one of the Beagle Boys or what? Whatever that fucking weird looking dog thing is. Oh yeah, the Beagle Boys. Yep. Precisely. <laughs> the fucking Beagle Boys. Man, those were the. Those are the old school ones. Well, uh, what was that guy's name? It okay. I could look for it right now because it was a. It would be Ebenezer's co-worker, or some shit, or Ebenezer's ghost. Ebo. How do you even spell Ebenezer? Wasn't that the? Oh, it's a E B E Ebenezer. Eba Ebenezer Scrooge. Co co-worker co-worker. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I'm trying to use my brain. Um, Bob Cratchit. No, Bob Cratchit was Mickey Mouse in it. That's not him. Uh, yeah, Marley. No, that was Marley. His employee. 
Oh yeah, yeah, Mr. Marley, Jacob Marley. Jacob, you know, he's like Marley, he's shaking chains and shit. He's like, you're fucked. Ebenezer Scrooge. Now, now that's a that's a fucking Christmas. Like, also, uh, the one with the uh, it's a Wonderful Life where he's like he commits suicide. Like, you need to have like death and murder in your in your Christmas story. Otherwise, it's or a Christmas story. You know, like you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like a like. There's got to be some possible gore involved. It's some it, element of danger. Yeah, that could be the the origins of Christmas. Maybe the the uh, sol the winter solstice celebrations and sacrifices and whatnot, just to ensure that the sun came back. But generally, no, I, I don't enjoy it because it seems like a lot of people just turn into assholes, despite them telling us that. Uh, we're supposed to be kind to each other, and it's all—it's—it's it's the, the season of giving. The season, of but taking. Uh, yeah, they're they're being dicks, and I'm. Well, I'm not Catholic, so there's no reason for me to celebrate a Catholic holiday. Which, what is that's what Christmas is. Most of the holidays, like. Uh, it's about the birth uh, of Saint Patrick's kid. Day, and he had, like, or or, or, or Easter, <laughs> or. Um, any of the other major holidays, with the exception of, of like, 4th of July and, and Veterans Day and all those American holidays, all the rest of them are, uh, are holidays hijacked by the Roman Catholic Church way back when to uh, make people stop being heathens. So basically what you're saying is I don't have to get you a, a present for Christmas. I got you. Cool. Okay. Uh yeah, no, it, it does. It's a favor to everybody. I hate that's the that's the worst part. Like getting presents for people, I think is is the stupidest part of Christmas. Well, yeah, and it's it's untruthful because it's not really the season of giving. It's the season of boosting the economy during the winter months. <laughs> Agreed. And and the season of lying to to children about Santa Claus. Oh, but that's fun. Uh, lying to kids is probably the best thing in the world. You can tell them anything, they'll believe it. Oh, we should tell them about Krampus. Let's take a page from whoever came up with that, the Dutch. That's why all those Dutch people do drugs. The these Germans? Days. I think it was the Dutch. Like, yeah. Did you ever see that movie, Krampus? Uh, I heard it's got really good sound design. I do have to listen. I, have to, I mean, I have to watch it. I mean, yeah, it's it's all right. I've seen a couple scenes from it. I know what you're talking about, but I've never actually, uh, I never watched the whole thing. I'm going to actually on a, uh, actually, actually, actually on Monday, I'm going to see uh deadly night, uh terror night, uh murder night. I think that's the same guy. Um, I was actually listening to NPR and they were talking to this guy. Deadly Night, directed by no, Michael Deadly. Doherty. It's got it's got the 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 cop from it's got John Leguizamo's in it. I could just look up him. John. Oh really? Yeah, he's he plays a, oh. a bad guy in it because oh Krampus is from Austria, not not Holland. Well, you know it's all the same. It's uh, on the other side of the planet. Yeah, it's over there. It's over it's there. It's somewhere. It's you know all Europe is the same. Really is. Have you ever been to Europe? 
Uh, only to Great Britain, and I guess that doesn't count now. Only uh, <laughs> they didn't want to sign the papers. Mm. Enjoy me a fine Guinness this morning, sir. 
I woke up this morning and I got myself a beer. The future's uncertain. It is always near. Center by TV Players. Let's thank a few people. Hope you guys are enjoying the interview so far. Um, the last movie that I was just speaking about was A Violent Night. Uh, Oof. With Hop. I enjoyed it. It was it was a fun time. It was a fun time. But it was not what I expected. I thought I thought it was <laughs> gonna be more like a like a horror movie. It was more like an action movie. Some scenes were a little bit too uh, dark, and I don't mean violent-wise. It was very violent. There's a lot of a lot of really good gore and violence in it. There was a scene in, in the farmhouse that was fucking awesome, but it was just filmed a little bit too dark for my taste. I, I don't like when movies are kind of try to obscure the fun. Good movie, though. He's a good actor. I, the family was annoying, but the rest of the movie was pretty good. You could send me physical mail to Nick uh, Nick uh, Nick the Rat or Nick Radio or wherever. Uh, P.O. Box nine zero five four nine Brooklyn, New York one one two zero nine. You could go to the website and click on uh, social to find that. It should be on the donate part, but it's not. Got a letter here. 
I'm going to open this up and check it out. It's a check from Sir Mike Roch, PhD. Get yourself something nice with this. 69 cents. Thank you for the check. Also on Nick uh, nickthat.radio.com.bop.skibidop.boop. There is a donate button right there. Just click on that and you could donate if you'd like. Uh, let's see if anybody had done the donation this week. Bop. I read initials because I don't want to dox people. If you want to dox yourself, just put it in the note below. Um, it looks like NW gave me a 420. Thank you so much, NW, for the 420 subscription. You've been around for a long time. I'd like to say cheers to you. And happy holidays. Or Bah Humbug. Bah Humbug, whatever way you'd like to go. Oh, it looks like Texas, a young, uh, I mean, I forget how he says his name. TJ? T TJ? Tex or is it? It's not Texas, it's Tejunta. Might be Texas. Not sure if he's from Texas. Could be from uh, Tahiti. Might be Tahiti Junta. Don't know. Tejunta, 420. Thank you so much, Tejunta. And finally, we have LB with 420. Happy holidays to you, LB. You and yours. Love you so much. Cheers. Tijuana. <coughs> you could also donate via Twitch. Jeez, my throat's still fucked up. I wonder if it's from smoking all this weed. We got First Cryptic resubbed with Prime. Nine hours ago. Thank you so much, First Cryptic, for that uh, Prime subscription. You rock. Uh, it looks like there's a couple of voicemails coming in still. So we're going to play some of those voicemails. We're going to play another song, and we're going to get right back into the interview. I hope you're having a good time, and uh, stick around for some more. Here we go. Hello, sir. Well, this time I'm not on methamphetamine. Not yet. Uh, Listen to the smell of heaven by Roxy Lau.
me again. Uh, how how you doing, bud? Uh, it's, it's sounding pretty good. I've been catching up on the podcast, uh, and they're they're going really good so far. Um, so so I do. I've got I've got two orders of business for this phone call, and the first one is that I want to apologize to you for the slander uh, a couple weeks ago. I said that you weren't uploading the episodes of of your radio show. Uh, when, when in fact it seems that my podcast app wasn't updating. So that one's on me, I think. Uh, you know, egg on my face and, and I'll eat some crow to boot. So sorry about that. Uh, second thing, I do also have a joke. So if you want to hear a joke, here we go. And if you don't, uh, well, I guess you can hang up on the call, I suppose. But, uh, but here we go. Uh, okay, so this this is a joke about uh, Mr. Mr. Gandhi, um, you know, from India. Uh, but before I tell the joke, uh, I need to give you some backstory about about Gandhi, um, because I've found that most people don't know enough for the for the joke to make sense. So to you know to get the punchline, I need to provide some context. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, some things people don't know about Gandhi. Uh, for one, he took a, a vow of poverty. Um, and as a result of that, he virtually never wore any shoes. In fact, I don't think he even owned any shoes. So all the places he's going around and, and protesting and whatnot, he's doing it with no shoes on. So he ended up with really strong, like, like calloused feet, uh, you know, just like really tough soles of his feet. Uh, so that's cool. But, uh, but one downside of the vow of poverty was he, he ate very little, and it was often – you know, really low-quality food, uh, crickets and, and such. Um, and so he was he was really, like, malnourished. And, I, well, I mean, you've seen the pictures, I, I bet. You know, he's a he's quite a, a skinny fellow. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's kind of fragile, I think. Uh, and and as a, as a result of, uh, of the not eating very much, this is actually kind of a good thing, he, uh, he would have these visions sometimes. Uh, like like spirit spirit visions, uh, premonitions or or higher planes. Yeah, he was he was a bit of a mystic, uh, you know, for better or worse. Um, and also just sort of as an aside, you know, this is neither here nor there, but uh, he he had very bad breath, uh, just really just terrible terrible breath. Um, well, anyway, I guess what I'm getting at is that uh, Gandhi was a super callous, fragile mystic hexapalatosis. I know it was a bit of a shaggy dog, but, but, you know, it's a good one. Okay, you're doing great, Nick. I love the show. Oh, uh, I guess he's not doing that new movie. He did Godzilla, King of the Monsters.
Godzilla. Was that the one with the dude from Breaking Bad for about thirty? Was the one from twenty nineteen? Yeah, the newer was, one. That was okay. That was okay. I guess. Yeah, I mean, for a um, giant monster movie. Yeah, I like the old old ones better, where it's a guy in a big rubber suit like, oh, yeah. giving himself like heat exhaustion and a stroke. Why don't they redo that? Just do that, but really well. Th- yeah, they could, could be, do it really that could well. Be so amazing today, if there was just like a guy in a rubber suit, even though you know it's a guy in a rubber, they could fucking smash that and do it. Yeah, they could. They could mix practical effects and uh and computer effects pretty well so and it doesn't even have to be it doesn't have to be like a comedy either they could do it like a serious version of it and it would it would be great i would what are they what are people doing what are they're 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 going for the the easy money (laughs) and and but what Pretty the, much remaking uh, uh, Avengers movies, but with different titles. This is what I don't understand. Like, they could do it for the easy money, but it's easy to make something good. You just have to give it a little time or think about it. I don't know. Yeah, think about it. That's what they got to do. Just put a little but thought. But they don't like, want to think about it. Just put, like, a little thought. But you know how much more money they could make if they made it, like, if they put a little bit of thought into it? Like, if there's all this this garbage that is so easy to make and they make money off of it. If they actually put, like, a little little bit of time, it could make so much more money. I can't even think of any movies that have come out within the past couple of years that, besides the Weird Al Yankovic story. I, uh, I want to see that. That I so. actually enjoyed. Oh, yeah, it's fucking hilarious, man. I have to watch that. Absolutely hilarious. That Daniel Radcliffe's a decent actor, and Weird Al is yeah. just amazing himself. Yes, and they, they, of course, there's his music is in there, and uh, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe is hilarious. Did you ever see that movie where he was uh, a corpse? Yeah, the uh, the puppet kid or some shit. Something like that, where that guy found him, like, in a river or something when he was camping or whatever. Yeah, yeah that, was a, that was a good movie. It was, well, it wasn't, like, was. it wasn't, like, great, but it was, it was good. It was entertaining. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. You know, I didn't fall asleep. I didn't say, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, I was like. Yeah. Well, yeah no, I, I laughed the whole time. He figured out, like, the, the corpse can fart, and it propelled him down the water. She <laughs> was weird as fuck. Uh, oh, they they remade st- Firestarter. Swiss Army uh, Man, what was it called? Or like Swiss Army Man? Oh, yeah, yeah, Swiss Army Man. Yeah, not... That's what it was. Because <laughs> you could just do whatever. Oh, I got to get to the top great. of that tree. I'm going to fly up there with him. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> it was like using him to cut logs and, and shit like that. It was just great. It was. And they it... remade Hellraiser? I on, heard guys. that. Oh, yeah, they put it on AMC. I think it's like a series or some shit. I think oh, it's... why? Everything's got to be a series now. They're doing that with Willow. Yeah, I heard the Willow one sucked. I heard uh, I heard from one person, I heard that the Hellraiser was okay. And they also made Hellraiser okay. a girl, but who gives a fuck anyway? Because it's Hellraiser? Well, like, yeah, it's... right. They could do that. That's fine. You know, just make it good. Do you know what my favorite part about Hellraiser is? Hmm. That um, uh, the guy from Deep Space Nine is is the the dad in Hellraiser, the first one. Uh, the captain guy? No, the uh, little, little Cardassian Taylor. 
Oh, oh, he is. Yeah, that actor is in Hellraiser, the first one, as like I think the dad that gets killed on the staircase or some shit. I forget where he dies. Oh damn! I, it's been so long since I've watched. Her. It was so long ago. It was on VHS. That's, that was the last time I watched Hellraiser. Do you like horror yeah. movies? Yeah, I do. Yeah, for the most part. I like horror movies. They go wherever they want to go. Did you see uh, that Foo Fighters one, Studio 666? No, I heard that was really good, though. That came out this year, right? Yeah. I yeah. heard about that today. I got to put this on my list. Oh, oh it's uh, it's also entertaining. I mean, you know, they're they're musicians. They're not actors, but it, it's still okay. It does pretty good. And I, I liked seeing them. Uh, it's weird, but... Uh, What's that one guy's name? He was Taylor he also like No no no. Uh this guy he he toured with Nirvana too, um but wasn't like in the studio band. Rug? Uh, no, I'm just naming names. I'm looking at the <laughs> IM. Just names of people. David Grohl? No. Ron and Jaffe. The uh uh Pat Smear. That guy. Pap Smear? Oh Pat Smear. <laughs> yeah, Pat Smear. I, I I'm looking at a picture. I always of thought he was just like a, a an interesting dude and so it was neat seeing him john carpenter's in this too what the fuck is he in it or it says cast john carpenter is uh the engineer oh that's why that guy looked familiar whitney cummings i don't hate whitney cummings i don't love her but i also don't hate her she's she's like a whitney cummings to me is like a fake thing that's not too annoying yeah, well, she's she's not as funny as all of her comedian friends say she is. No, she try she, she like tries too hard, but she also I think she's kind of funny though. Like I think she has she is. humor. No, yeah, I mean, I think she, she has is. some humor in her. She but, definitely does. But I feel like she does try like some. I don't know. She's just fake ish. I don't know. No, she's totally fake. Like her face is fake. Her tits are fake. Would you sleep? I mean, would you sleep with her, John? No. Really? No. Unless, unless I like was just knocked unconscious or something and she happened to be knocked unconscious at the same time right next to me. So if you were at a bar and Whitney Cummings came up to you and started hitting on you, you would I'd be like, bye. Yeah. I'd, I'd just go, what's the deal here? Where are the cameras? Um, <laughs> what's going on? Why are you here? Why are you talking to me? Cause she wants to fuck you, John. She wants to fuck you. <laughs> Then I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Wow. You would Whitney say that Cummings. to Whitney. Cum- okay. All right. I would. And I would have it recorded myself. So it would, it would be funny. What if uh, Pat Smear came up to you and said, John, I want to, I want to have sex with you. I want to f- fletch with you. Felch. Felch with you. <laughs> I'd be like, you're, you're barking up the wrong dick tree, dude. <laughs> what the hell is Studio 66 about? 666. It's like, is it the uh, in it or they, something? They, they, the the Foo Fighters are are going to record a, a new album, and they're trying to get inspiration. So they rent this house, uh, and to record an album in like Led Zeppelin had done in the past, uh, and other people. And then uh, spooky things happen when they, when they, they find some, some tapes. Whoa! So this is sort of like this is sort of like uh, turning it up to eleven. Uh, spinal Tap. It's but it's real. It's like it's like. It's the food. The food fighters are in a, a a movie where they're trying to conjure up better music or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it's fucking weird. Yeah, they find these tapes and and 
then all the spooky shit starts happening and murder. And they write a really cool song in the process. That's cool. Murder. Wonder who who put this out? Director B.J. McDonald, producers. Distributed, distributed, distributed by Open Road Films, Barrier Cliff Entertainment. I never heard them. See, these smaller people, they'll do riskier Hmm. things, quote-unquote riskier. Smarter, in my opinion. Uh, At least it's not a remake. That's 100% damn true. Wait, they remade, they did another Scream movie? They probably did. I, I, the last Scream I saw was part 10 in 2010. Oh, Oh, this was in 2022. Oh. Nev Campbell's still in it. <laughs> That's all you have to say. Hello, Sydney. It's like, wouldn't... It's, if, you, if your life revolved around somebody murdering people in that mask and it happened over and over and over again, I just wouldn't leave the house ever. I would just... Or fucking move. Yeah, or, yeah. Go to a country where people don't like dress up. Maybe it's time to move to a new town, Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, that would fix all the fucking... I'm pissing me off. Um, coming from inside the house. <laughs> so, so, John, you you repair instruments? Musical instruments. What is... What is the the your least in, favorite instrument to fix? Do you have a do you have an instrument that you don't like to fix and an instrument you do like to fix? Or are they mm. all or are they all like the same amount of of uh, joy or work? Uh yeah, no, they they all bring a level of satisfaction when they're when they're done. Which one brings the all... most satisfaction? Like you're like fuck, that was this is this is fixed. Yes. It's, it's not so much like the instrument, but like what has to be done to them, uh, in order to fix them. Um, so like the, the real simple jobs where it's essentially just as a result of poor maintenance. Uh, and that's the reason why the, the horns in the shop that, that's uh, boring. I don't. Oh, it's like cleaning like that out and kind of like. Yeah, or you know the the kid just doesn't properly maintain the horn. Mm. Uh, they they put it away without emptying the spit out of it or wiping the sweat off of it. I mean that kind of stuff um, makes things gross and yeah. sticky. Yeah, and and they stop working. Um, and but then there's especially during football season, um, because. Most of the high schools around here, their bands uh, march on the field uh, during halftime, and so, and then and then the bands up in the bleachers during the game, uh, and instruments get fucked up all the time hmm. in those kind of situations. Plus, getting loaded and unloaded off the bus uh, twice a, a football night, so um, they they fuck their shit up, and those are those tend to be interesting. Because the kid might sit on the instrument, they might step on it. It might have fallen out of the bleachers. Oh, this is going to uh, sound so. The... This is going to sound really uh, gay, but is it cool that there's like a story behind the fucking? Like... Yes, yeah. The the and I'm and a lot of the time you can tell what happened 
by looking at it. Like if it if it fell out of their hands in the parking lot, you can see the scuff marks from the asphalt uh-huh. uh, and and that sort of thing. And you can just tell by where the damage is at if it you know which way it fell or 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 whatever. Or if it was sat on like if it was a a, a clarinet or something that the girl uh, forgot was in the in the bench or something, and she sat on it. Usually it's lengthways and it's bunk U shaped. And my my favorite thing I Wait, hear. Wait, you never it, heard about this? Okay, look, uh, John, I gotta teach you. There, uh, there's a little sex craze going on where girls would take the clarinet and rub it as uh, using it as a. Did you know about this? It bends sometimes. No. So you wow. should sm- okay, smell smell the instrument while you're fixing it. Oh boy. I imagine those keys would hurt things. Uh, Friction is it's good. It's not exactly a, a smooth shaft, as it were. Well, the um, ridge for her pleasure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. That register key really gets after it. Um, but yeah, they... Uh, and, and inevitably, like, I will uh, get an instrument, <clears throat> and let's say it was stepped on. Yeah. Where you can see right where the foot went, and it bent keys and hooked uh, in the, uh, the the posts that are holding the keys down into the body. And the kid goes, "It was like that when I took it out of the case." Well, they might not be lying. Maybe some bully came along, opened well, no. the case, stepped I mean, on inevitably, it. Inevitably, <laughs> it was like that when they took it out of the case. But it was also like that when they fucking put it in the case because they stepped on it. And. <laughs> admitting and, admitting guilt or something it's a yeah they're they're afraid of getting in trouble we're having to spend or having to pay for it like insurance mm-hmm. <laughs> but i'm no snitch if they bring it into the shop they're like well you know it's like this so i took it out of the case i'll look at them like really kid like come on and i'll i'll have to tell them like look i'm not gonna tell your parents or your band director or anything else i just need to know what you did so I can figure out how to fix it. Oh, well, you know, actually, like, so we were goofing. This, okay, actually. what it is was, this is how, what what happened was, we were goofing around, and, and Timmy pushed Tommy, and then Tommy pushed me, and I stepped backwards, and, and my saxophone was just on the ground. And I'm like, why why was your saxophone on the ground, though? But, anyway. Yeah, so involved. it's those kind of jobs, the ones that are, are difficult where um, saxophones are, are pretty complicated, and if it gets stepped on or dropped, like um, any kind of forceful damage like that, the not only are the keys and posts bent, but the tone holes are bent too. That's, that's what the pad covers up to make the sound. And if they're bent and unlevel, then they're going to leak air, and they're not going to play right. And it's... It's a challenge to can repair you swap a them tone out? hole. You can't even really swap them out either, can you? No, no. They're, it's it's what they they call uh, silver solder. It's silver solder uh, to the to the horn. So they the tone hole's made from a tube of brass, and it's fitted into the hole to fit above it, and then they they sand it and everything, and it's all precision made. Uh, and so I have to figure out how to push the dent up. That's uh, underneath that tone hole uh repair the tone hole without fucking up the other tone holes around it and uh it it can get complicated have you ever sometimes yeah. thought about making a modular uh horn like there's got to be like a horn that has like all the pieces that you could just pop in and out that'd be cool 
maybe, or that would leak air possibly. They, I mean, they make those for larger instruments, like a, like a bass clarinet, hmm. uh, those type of instruments that are larger. They will make them in multiple pieces. Well, clarinet's uh, like a flute like that's a uh, like the parts of three or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but things like saxophones, you you can't do that because the because the instrument has got the tube that goes down and curves back up and oh, around yeah. to make the bell. Yeah. But then there are keys that cross over that bend uh, to to work the bell keys. And it's a complicated so you, instrument. Yeah, yeah. It is. A saxophone's really complicated. So is a clarinet. Uh, but the bassoon is even more complicated. Fucking baboons. Fucking barking bedposts is what those are. Do and I, the oboe, quite complicated. Do you Have you played every instrument? I'm sure you've probably played them as you fix them because you got to yeah. play them to hear the... To make sure they're fixed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's my favorite part right there. My favorite part is test playing them. Uh, oh, you, yeah, fact. you probably, you are like a pimp of, instru- you are an instrument pimp. Your lips it's fun. have touched so many holes. So <laughs> many, so many. And I think that's why uh, my immune system is the way it is. It, <laughs> because, you know, I, I don't, I don't care, honestly. And like, uh, take take the french horn or the horn in f mm. as it's called um those things are disgusting because they don't have uh water keys or spit valves whichever way you want to call them uh you just pull the slide tubes out and dump the spit out from the slide tubes but kids don't do that so i'll get an instrument in that might have sluggish rotors or some dents or something they want taken out but they're always full of spit, always. And sometimes I'll forget to check and rotating the horn around in various ways to get the dents out will like dump some spit out of one end or the other and I'll get it all on my hands, but I'm not a germaphobe, so I don't immediately go and put hand sanitizer. I don't use hand sanitizer anyway. Uh, I'll dry my hands off and that's it. I won't go wash it off Um, because I'm, you know, the germs don't bother me. It's, uh, I don't like my hands wet with spit, but I'll just dry them off. Tubas are the same way. You should start uh, like, a, you should start like a cloning place. You got, you had access to so much saliva and DNA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saliva is not the only bodily fluid I've found. Well, I'm telling you these girls and these clarinets. Uh, yeah, have, I guess, man. Have you I ever, guess. have you ever fixed like a famous instrument? Like, uh, like a, a well-known person's instrument? I don't know how well known this guy is. Um, he's a guy that goes by the name Catfish. He currently is the trumpet player for the Blues Brothers band. Ah, uh, I've worked on his trumpets a few times. Did he? What, what was it filled with bodily fluids? No, unfortunately, no, no. His were really nice and like clean. Oh well, damn! And they were just him. silver-plated trumpets that he wanted some. Minor dents taken out of and then just polished up. Sweet. Uh, yeah. And uh, Doc Severinsen, I guess, he'd be the most famous guy. Uh, he's a trumpet player. Uh, he was big in, like the, I guess, the 70s or something. Do you do do you do you string instruments as well or just the, 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 the wind, wood, wind, wood? Are they all? Is it still called woodwind? 
It's well, they're all wind. Right? Well, they're all wind instruments, like brass wind and woodwind. Oh, so okay, the, brass the wind, typical yeah. symphonic band instruments. Uh, yeah, those are the our main bread and butter. But every now and then we'll get some uh, orchestral strings in, like violins or or cellos. But uh, we don't have the proper tools to do major work on them. But if it's setting a bridge or replacing the bridge or resetting a tone post or just tuning the thing or the the simple stuff, yeah, I do that. Um, same with guitars. Uh, can't I don't get too in depth like as far as replacing frets or fingerboards or anything, yeah. but I can replace uh, the other parts, the bridge, the nut, the machine heads, and all that stuff. And occasionally, I'll have to glue the bridge down on an acoustic guitar. Oh man, I wish I you could replace my nut, John. Man, you know they frown upon me replacing my own nut <laughs> you, on the job. Do you got so. more of those uh those those P clips? Because <laughs> oh, there's so many. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, be, so I'll many. be right back if you can play. Some okay, more. yeah. <laughs> got a got a P cart coming through. Squirt it into your mouth. <laughs> sure is a lot of pee. Go pee with PP Plus. All right, take as long as you need. We really want to celebrate the peas. Oh, you got to pee a lot now. I'm trying to cut back on drinking my pee, though. Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? No. But I do it anyway because it's sterile and I like the taste. I got a pee cart coming through. Any room you see around here with a door? You make it your bathroom. I have a birthmark near my pee hole that makes it look like I have a double pee hole. Don't we all? Bathroom is just blown out. Being in the yeah. bathroom is so good. You guys need a bigger bathroom. I was like, oh, a bigger bathroom? fuck are you doing in our bathroom weirdo the bathroom here is nuts what is your favorite thing about the bathroom the bathroom is one of my favorite rooms also and then now she's peeing how is this the news <laughs> i'm sorry it's too much and i realized that i was just peeing on myself There's Shanetta. I think John went to pee too. I mean, he's he's also. Oh no, I'm still here. Oh, you're still. Jeez, you scared the fuck out. Oh, he's a lot of pee. That's <laughs> sure. Felt oh, that felt great. Um, do you, do you have a do you have a, a a preference for physical instruments over digital instruments? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I like tactile response. You, you could know? get a whole like like Black Sabbath can't be done digitally. Maybe you could, but it does that does that make sense? Yeah. I mean Well with like with older bands like that, like Sabbath or, or Zeppelin or any of them. Um any any like pre eighties bands uh you 
they had a click track sometimes, but the the variations in tempo make it sound organic. Where, you know, uh, modern days where everything's digitized, even if it is played by actual yeah, musicians. Yeah, through some I mean, FX yeah, and amps. And-, and they're playing to a rigid click track, and so the tempo never wavers. Really? Like even on a guitar, like it'll stick to the click? Well, no, no, but they'll they'll do multiple takes of it oh, to okay. make sure that it stays consistently on tempo. Hmm. Unless unless they're going for that old school sound and recording live in the studio, which band, there are bands that still do that. Do you? Do you? But most that of the time, over, the, the producers. Because like you could you could hit a button on a keyboard and make a sound of a piano, but there's still something about an actual actual physical. I don't know. I don't know. It's such a weird. I I like I like the um the tonal possibilities of digital music like or or just digital instruments you know um you could do anything well like that Is there anything else you could do? Did you have are you working on anything right now? Like I I do. I mean I work on shit all the time. It's a matter of actually finishing anything. Uh, is my problem. It um, just has to be uh, two to five minutes and then you're done. Yeah, well, that's true. That is true. Uh, it's uh, it's only, uh, but no, I've got all sorts of shit that I, I just sit around and I play guitar a lot and I'll go, oh, that's a neat riff and I'll record it. Um, and usually I'll record it along with a, a dummy drum track. Just a straight like square four four beat, just doom, da, doom, da, doom, doom, that kind of shit. Um, but and then don't, I'll you don't, you don't I'll, like I'll finish, try it, finish and, it. Well, no, I'll come back and I'll like pick out the good parts and try and like make an arrangement. But yeah, it's uh, somehow it just shit just always ends up unfinished. Uh, which <laughs> I've got one thing, and I've been working on this for fucking years, and it's like I I get stuck. Um, you should release the unfinished. There is that, and there's quite a bit of it. Uh, yeah, because I'm sure. Because even if you think it's unfinished, somebody that would be listening to it would even they would still know what you're going for. They would hear it. Um, they could appreciate it. It's you only. You won't appreciate it because you think it's unfinished, but nobody else my, would know. If my computer would uh, search faster, I'd play you an example of a, an unfinished thing um, that I, I I've guess been, the main thing would be adding, adding bass, like, like bass guitar to it. Well, there's a whole bunch of things you could add. There's like it. Most finished music, it, it seems to me needs like almost about 20 tracks. <laughs> it's almost. Yeah. Uh, the then I get obsessive about this kind of shit, like audio stuff. Um, really, uh, Pushes my buttons. There's a Nintendo. there's a guy that I've been watching. There's a guy I've been watching on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can find his name. It's Davy five hundred four. No, not, oh. no baseline. I do watch him though. I watch Davy. What's guys. up, Slappers? Hello, Slappers. Uh, his name is Eliminate. Oh. He takes a, a he takes like a, a clip of a sound and he will then make it into a song and it's. 
It's pretty fucking funny Ooh. for one, but uh. Mm. All right, today uh, we have a. Uh, very... Oh, hey, my computer finally found it. Cool. Let me let me play you a little bit of of this. It's um, it's mainly guitars and drums, but like I said, I get obsessive about it, so I will. A physical guitar one... and and digital drum. Digital drums, but I I I played them. I guess like programmed the machine. I I played them in real time and then just uh you got some, you know, you got some drum programmed pads. it on the on the thing no 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 <laughs> um but it's where where the the drum machine lets you uh play it like it's got pads on it but also through midi i i used to have an electronic kit where yeah it had like the rubber pads it's, you could hit it's all so the I was same doing input. that that's why this that like the whole uh it's it's all minute Instead matter. of with my fingers, I was hitting it with sticks. It still sounds uh, like you on, want it to sound like, and that's what matters. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then the machine was nice enough to quantize it for me, so put everything exactly on the whatever parts of the beat. But then so. you have to fuck the quantize up to make it sound human. <laughs> Which, it's like, yeah, you do. <laughs> that's the funny thing is you do have to in, end up going back in and like adding swing yeah. to it and that kind of shit. Um, so uh, let's see if this is right. Play it. Let's hear it. Let's see. Oh, there you go. Yes. Uh, from what I heard, I I was fucking jamming the whole time. Uh, you either have to bring the guitars up more and the drums down, or uh, yeah, something like that. Because the drums yeah, just sounded yeah. more pronounced than the guitar, and but that shit was oh yeah yeah that, that was a uh, shredding. Co- is compensation from the uh, probably like a mix before that where the drums were too low. <laughs> it's gotta keep on blending it, blending, blending. That's I mean, that was fucking rocking. So the digital stuff does help. It does make certain things easier. I don't have to go ask a drummer buddy uh, if I can like get him to play some shit and mic his kit and all that stuff. Mike it once, you got it forever, though. <laughs> <laughs> mic me can... once, shame on you. <laughs> mic me twice. <laughs> Why we do. <laughs> Why we do what we do. No, um, I mean... <clears throat> The digital stuff has all the all the fun toys, like with the 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 synthesizer thing I played a second ago. The oh yeah, I get all get all weird with it. That's uh, Ableton lets me do all that shit with a MIDI controller. Which, uh, which Ableton do you use? A uh, Light Standard? Yeah, the free one. 
Ableton Ableton Live. I'm, I'm but it, it lets me like have uh, stuff queued up. Like uh, like I have a, a it's a clip from Spencer and Lorian that I split up into like one button hits. Like welcome back, pork smoke, smoke, <laughs> smoke nation, 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 dot net. So I can do all that kind of fun shit. That's uh, this the sampling uh for Fletcher. An on-the-fly yeah. uh, sampler that's fucking amazing on Android is called Koala. Oh. Yeah. It might be like a dollar, but it's definitely worth the dollar. <laughs> it's, uh, I believe that. It's a really cool program. You get it free on uh, Windows if you want. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I love digital audio. It's, it's nice. Well, uh, weren't you playing does, like uh... the, 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 the Danga or the Conga, the Kanye Dangi? Oh, the the stem player, yeah, yeah. That's what he released a Donda on. Yeah. What? Oh, uh, stem play. Stem means it cuts out the. It's like this: the guitars, these are the drums, these are the uh, vocals. Yeah, it's it's actually fucking cool. It it takes any song you put into it. It came preloaded with Donda, and so those stems are pristine. Um, but you can load in your own songs either through a file or a link. You can send it. Uh, YouTube links, Snapchat links, fucking Instagram links, Twitter links, anything with audio on it. It'll extract the audio and then split it into four parts. Vocals, the, the, drums, which are called the stems. bass. Right? Yeah. 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 Ah. And then uh, all the instruments get lumped into one stem. But it's got four faders and you can control the mix that way. Uh, let me... Let me just find an example. Um, and of course, you on you have to go through the the website to upload the stuff. But on the website, you can change the color of the LEDs for each song. <laughs> which you got a little light show in your hand. It is. It is. It's a four, and there it's all symmetrical, so it makes like a symmetrical cross. It almost looks like a communion wafer. Honestly, <laughs> you it's need a- coated in this rubber that looks and feels like skin, which is kind of weird. Um, it reminds me of is- it reminds me of Existence, Ex- Existence, the Cronenberg uh, movie. The oh, I hadn't seen that. Oh, pff, pff, pff. how do you how do you spell that? Uh, it's like E X T I. It's got a it's got that dude Judd Law. Look up Judd Law and Cronenberg. Uh, You'll find it that way. Uh, okay. And yeah, E X T I. There's it's like a lot of organic uh, controllers, and it's really disgusting and nasty. But it's a great movie, and it reminds me of the it reminds me of the Donda. Oh oh, X existence. Yeah, existence existence. It's it's kind of like the Matrix with organic controllers. Uh, I'm gonna have to check this out. You should. Cool. You should definitely check that if you haven't seen. Neat. Yeah. Let me see what what song this is. Um. Maybe. Oh, right. Okay. So it's just like Silk Sonic or somebody I loaded in there. But you can do loops. Hold down this middle button and it'll make a loop. Of course, getting the timing right is. So you're loading you this, can, the guitar, the bass down in there? Uh, yeah, all of it. I just made a little 
You can add effects. And you could add it first on each stem, it seems. Yeah. Uh, no, no, to the mix overall. Oh, because it sounded like that was just on the drum. But you can do speed really slow. You can play it backward. And then you can... Yeah. Oh, that's, that's not Silk Sonic. That's some Japanese... And band. this device is small enough to fit in the sleeve, right? You could you could pretend you're like a magician. Oh yeah, that would be yeah. so fucking. Stupid. It fits in the palm of your hand. It's and it's flesh colored, so people wouldn't even know. You could uh, influence, like you could do some n and a neuralistic programming language and NPL with music oh, yeah. while you're talking to somebody. So you can do just the vocals. Do all sorts of weird shit. This is still that that one project with the that drum kit you just played too. No, this is a, a different. This oh. is, yeah, this is all just on the stem player, and so we can take out George Michael's vocals and just have the music. No, but you were just playing like a different drum kit though, right? Was there a? Oh no, no, that was all from the the stem. I have a pocket operator uh, PO thirty five speak. I, that, when, uh, I, when I was talking about the drum kit, I meant the uh, drum sample that was playing the loop. The boom, 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 oh no, that was uh, that was a different song. That was some Japanese uh, f- funk you song. Could, you I, could change the song on the player as well. Like you'd switch. Yeah, it'll store multiple songs. I forget how many gigs worth. Um, <laughs> That's fucking cool. But you can store multiple songs and and do all that um, for each song. You can also record onto this thing. You can, can you can you uh, can you record between songs? You know what I mean, like uh, record the drums on one song and record the vocals on another one and make a new. File? Yes, the only the only problem is syncing them up. Yeah. So I could do a drum loop and save it. Oh, well, and wait, then, wait. can you play the drum loop without saving? Like practice, like live perform without recording. Oh yeah 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 like so, um, so you practice that way. Go back to. Uh, Oh, sorry. Yeah, so just the drums with Club Tropicana there. And then I got... Like but, that. Uh, so you're talking about like the tempo. Can you change the tempo of the track that you put on top of that to kind of meet up with it before you record it? That's the difficult thing because it's it's got only certain um, presets as far as... Uh, the, the speed oh, so i've got two so it's not like a it's not fine tune no i've only got two fast speeds and a slow speed and then reverse playback um yeah and it does that it sounds like a little tape machine when you pause it um but the problem is say if i recorded that drum track yeah when it records it it puts it into one of four slots uh in the record space and then I could go and record just the instruments or vocals from another song. The problem is there's no click track. There's no way to like specify a start and a stop point. Yeah. So when you go to play back your recording, it just starts wherever. And then it it doesn't it doesn't um, sync up. Yeah. Well if- But you can load your own stems onto it also. You can 
Like if you make your own stems, you can upload four things at a time and it'll put it all onto one, one like song space. And that's where, and so that's you, where Ableton comes in to do everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and there, there are hacks for this thing I've seen people do because it, it does Bluetooth also. So I could broadcast to a Bluetooth speaker. Uh, it's also got this eighth inch quarter, uh, or yeah, eighth inch jack and a USB-C port on it. Does it, can you use it as a, a MIDI player? Like, so you could control Ableton with it? No, that would be cool because I do have some adapters that go from uh, MIDI on one end to eighth inch jack huh. on the other end. That would have, yeah, that's, that, well, it's still, it's a cool device. I've seen it. I've it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, and you got the the PO Speak thirty five, or is it the yeah the and, pocket uh, operator? Uh, <laughs> oh, however that goes. <laughs> I think my biggest yeah. issue with the the pocket operator is is it polyphon- polyphonic or is it not? It's uh, it is two voice polyphonic. Oh, it's two. Okay. Well, that's not that hard. Yeah, you got the the your samples, and then and then the uh, other noise over it. But you can't. Can you do like yeah. two of the uh, tones at the same time? No. Uh, no. 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 Uh, you can either do yeah, it'll do just drums and just samples, and you can do those at the same time, but not not the, the other way gotcha. around. But you can still, work around it though. It's, like, yeah, you could add uh, probably multiple noises. Something. Well, if you like on the sample side of it, you could record a drum sound to each sample space, uh, and then you could have polyphonic drums like that. But gotcha. you can't record over the drum side.
I'm gonna tell you 16 times. Stop blasting that monkey bullshit up from the sewer. You trampling my HS signals out of Mexico. I can't get my slave labor coast made. I can't get my signal down there because you trampling my motherfucking signal. I can hear that shit coming up to my. software where you can you can completely modify the drum kit side of it once you and, go and to the computer you could do pretty much anything <laughs> mm-hmm. well yeah yeah but it, it does the old school uh like computer noise file transfer way because it only has the eighth inch yeah, jacks for the input and output i've never so done can, that with the pocket operator i've always me just, either but with the speak you could just kind of record it there's a microphone on it yeah yeah like um uh, what, what, give me something to say. Uh, can you say, um, boom, boom, clap. Yeah. Boom, boom, clap. I'll do a boom, boom on one and a clap on the other. How about that? That works. Boom, 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 boom. Clap, 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 <laughs> clap, 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 clap. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my doctor I told me. I got Oh no, you gave me the clap. Do you know there's a secret menu in here? Where um, if you push no, the uh, oh okay, so you push the the FX button and the record button at the same time. Yeah, you go to this extra menu and like if I push the number six, it gives me like number change... six. You got mix, so I can. Oh, I recorded over my my boom. No, you could uh, change. I know the knobs have a certain like secret menu boom, for boom. like boom boom. Oh yeah, so there you go. Uh, that yeah, FX and record at the same time is boom 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 boom. I can take away all the noise boom boom or add all the noise boom 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 boom. 
like taking it all away. Uh, you can also doing that FX and record, and then the number seven, uh, you can switch between um, low register or high register when you rec before you record a clip or a sample. If you put it in the low register, it gives you all the lower octave range of the What's up, keyboard, guys? or the high gives you all the high range. Uh, you can fine tune it also, like designate a uh, its tempo and uh, initial tuning. So you can really fuck up the sound. That's also where you turn off the metronome, um, which is uh, FX plus record plus the number eight will turn off the metronome. Like like I have it where it's plugged into the eighth inch jack. Yeah. So you don't hear the beep, boop, boop, boop whenever I go to record something. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> uh, yes. Clap, clap. Boom, boom. Clap. Hilarious. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. Uh, clap, clap. Which? I'm sorry to say, I was about to buy you an OP1 Field Edition for Christmas, but you said that you're not a big fan of Christmas. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not Catholic, so. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, tough shit. That shit's way Have too Have you expensive. seen the Field Mixer? Yeah, that's it's awesome. Way too that's expensive. Too, oh, yeah. And and the backpacks they have, where the, that, it, the backpacks act like the stem player does, where you can make There's, loops. I don't think I've ever seen the OP backpack. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go to, go to teenageengineering.com. Oh, God. Uh, uh, Teenage Engineering was the one that was initially going to make the stem player with Kanye. And for some reason, he went with uh, Kano instead. Kano? I don't even... I've never heard of them. Are you talking about Computer One? What is this backpack? Oh, wait. Uh, the Record Factory? Factory bag? Yeah, it's uh, just one of their... It just looks like a backpack. There's a I few of them that are kind of... They got all these weird... I like, I like the design of Pocket Operator a lot. I do, too. The dolls are crazy, too, man. Those, what? those wooden dolls. Oh, the, wow. What the fuck is CH-8 Mickey? $250 yeah, so they, for a wooden microphone? What is this? No, it's a speaker, but each speaker has its own voice. They're like little people. So you can <laughs> hook them all together, and then they're little Bluetooth speakers, so they'll sync up with anything that broadcasts Bluetooth, uh, like a keyboard or something. But when you play it, the sound comes out as the voices of these dolls. Which is probably Instead of just, just a straight um, sound reproduction. Like a pitch, probably a pitch changer. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a vocal emulator sort of thing. I liked the uh, Hatshepsut, the uh, ancient Egyptian queen there. Oh, that's sold out. It looks like they're that'll all fit sold directly out. in. Uh... Oh, there's different. That's cool. There's different design. The design is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, whoa, the, the Carlo. Really the Carlo. <laughs> Carl. <clears throat> there's Olga. Uh, whoa, Olga probably gets lost in uh, <clears throat> certain places. Yeah, uh, those. Oh, the OD11. I think that's another speaker that does the whole like loop playback sort of deal. Um, yeah, I've never seen all these products before. I, I've I've seen like, like I know of them, and I have some of their stuff. The OPZs, fanny packs, which they call a waste bag. Wait, wait, there's a fanny pack? Yeah, it's the field waste bag. Shell fabric is tear and abrasion resistant. Oh, there's an explore more button. I even see that. Okay. 
Holy shit. Oh, there we go. The field backpack. I see it now. They have modular synthesizers, those pocket wow. operator modular synths that are pretty damn neat. You like build it? They have a. Uh, uh, got they have a record player that you can cut your own vinyl records. Yeah, I've with. seen that one. That's uh, of cool. course people say it's shitty, but so what? Like you're cutting your own vinyl records. You can make lo-fi on the fly. Exactly. Oh, the computer one. That's the thing, man. Yeah, the, what's this computer one? That thing looks like uh, it looks like the looks like a tricorder from Star Trek the original series. Like I can yeah, see probably. Spock pulling yeah. that shit out. What is it? You've got different. It's, it you like load different cards onto it, different sound cards and things. Uh, and manipulate the sounds. See, but the, the problem with all this is their design the is OB4, amazing. That's and what, I'm talking what about. they do is cool. But once you have any, you can get a free DAW, uh, digital audio, whatever warehouse was what it W. Oh, yeah, Digital Audio Workstation. Workstation. Once you have a DA, one of those, you pretty much have everything they've just sold you. Yeah, but you're tethered to your computer. Yeah. With, that. with these get... things, these are standalone devices you can take with you. Yeah, but they're like 200 plus dollars. It's so expensive. It's But I it understand is. the appeal of it. They're amazing. They're fucking cool fucking toys. But you could do everything I mean, with one dog. What were they selling the... To speak for on their website i don't know it it used to be like it went down to like 70 but it's probably around 90 now i think due to inflation oh yeah yeah um oh they got the capcom series the mega man yeah, that that's one a... too? the ko is a pretty cool one the, the 33 the po 33 that's, that's kind of neat yeah they're selling the 35 speak for 100 right now i think i got mine at about 70 like i got mine years ago after like taxes and shipping, I got mine for ninety five dollars. Yeah, I got, with a case. I got it's a good got like deal. this hard oh, you got plastic the case. case. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just got the the breadboard, whatever it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which the so the drums on the speak are the same as the PO thirty two tonic. Uh, it's except on the tonic, you've got I think four voices of polyphony uh, versus just you know the drum machine standalone on the 35. Um, I think it's called the microtonic, which is that's, I think that's the software where you can um, change the drums. Yeah. Yeah, it is the microtonic. I'm kind of upset that my first introduction to all this was uh, a Kai MPC stuff. They're the shit, though, man. Like they're the. They standard. have good things, but their their software was something that I was interested in. But then I don't like it. I, I like other. Mm. I do like the workflow of Ableton and uh, probably Reaper. Reaper is fucking dope. But I probably my most used audio device thingy would probably be Audacity. <laughs> yeah, I use Audacity for a lot of shit. Audacity, like, I mean, it's like the most simple form of. Uh, it's. It's insanely simple. It's easy to 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 make clips and and to add effects to the clips. Well, now and, that uh, that's a recent add-on, which is fucking cool as shit. You could load VSTs into Audacity now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I've never <laughs> used it for that. Like, <laughs> they, when I was let's see, twenty years ago, uh, I I worked at a radio station 
And um, it was it was Audacity. Um, no, it was Audition. It was Adobe Audition. Uh, but it, but back then, Adobe Audition looks exactly the same as Audacity looks now. Uh, same functionality and everything. And that's the shit I learned on was uh, old-ass Audacity. Um, and they had me, like, cutting commercials and shit like that. And... Um, and that's what got me started. And I still use gear from that radio station. They went out of business. You're like, I'll and, take this, thank you. <laughs> oh no, they they sold me some shit for dirt, dirt cheap. The uh, the vocal processor, the sound enhancement uh, unit, uh, I got from that radio station. Wow. The big boomy voice of God kind of shit. Like, well, you sound uh, great. Like, <laughs> it's well, because it came from a pro radio station. I have a I have a Mackie Pro soundboard. <laughs> hey, Mackie makes some good shit too. They do, but like, I'm not I'm not 100 percent happy with this. But then also, uh, it's just expensive shit. Ow, Mackie is pretty cheap. Yes, but the good stuff's really expensive. So, yeah, and that's the thing. Like if you, when you're talking about synthesizers and, and that kind of thing, you know, uh, Roland's one of those those name brands that make some expensive shit but it's they have iconic sounds same yeah. with moog like 808 they got iconic sounds but modular synthesizers especially are tough to get into because it's all so expensive that's and then why, there's the uh, learning curve there's that's why you just gotta there's there's so much free stuff on a computer you could do it all with just the fucking it's well and the amazing shit you can do with this fucking pocket operator you know, the best thing about the the pocket operator is uh, zero startup time. It's like I yes. have it in my hand and I'm making noise. I like this sound. <laughs> I uh, I recorded uh, my tenor recorder, so it's much larger than the plastic thing they have you play in school, but with like the trim function on here where you can um. You can adjust the the playback speed. Yeah, and you can do it really fast, like or really slow, and get like an infinite long note. Like, so it goes down to negative one twenty seven. But if you put it slightly up from that, say, you know, negative one twenty one, it it starts doing these waivers in the sound, uh, like. Like you would be twisting a knob in. Uh, that sounds uh, nice. I like that one there. At fifths. And you can get bassy tones. There's, um. Oh, that's a laugh. Seven, seven, seven. There's that, whatever that is. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. So this sound. Is a um, a cartoon sound effect of that. Huh. And I took all the noise out of it, so it because of the way the 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 speak works, it doesn't just play a a straight recording. Yeah, it's only uh, digitalized. It synthesizes. Yeah, so. yeah, it takes the recording and synthesizes it. So it tries to approximate note values to it, especially when you take all the noise off and. So the sound effect is just the, uh, but when you when you slow it down, 
That's part of the song right there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and put it on the vocoder or something, one of these uh, synthesizer things, like the, the synth. But it gets so basic. (laughs) So basic. Now you are slapping. Solo. And the thing I like about the speak versus the other pocket operators is the ability to change your your scale. You know, the... Well, yeah, you, you get the 16 it. key thing. Yeah. You go up and down. But this is the only one that lets you go through all the note values. So the from C all the way up, up an octave of that and then down another octave of that and all the notes in between. So you can do like the key of G sharp, uh, you know, the key of B flat, whatever. And it's got the different it's playback scales like major minor blues and uh how long Arab. how long did did do you think you've mastered their interface yet no <laughs> no it's uh that is the biggest hurdle for the pocket operator in my opinion is the the interface the of it it's, button combinations yeah, it's, yeah. but once you could figure out how it works and what it does you could really crank out almost you could probably do a whole album on one. People have done it, I think. Oh yeah, it's definitely. Wait, what is that? And then it does the cool the. Wait, wait, wait what was that? Was... Go back, stop before I lose it in my brain. <laughs> what was that song oh, okay. you were just playing? The. Do 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 do. What is this? What is this? What is that? It's uh, the castle music from Super Mario Brothers. <sighs> or Super you. Mario World, I should say. I, I uh, that's in the, that's I, in the I, minor I scale. I can't believe I didn't know that. But I, I knew it. It was in my head. Oh, yeah. No, I, I knew it was there. Oops. <laughs> can, you yeah. read, can you read sheet music? Are you into sheet music and... I used to be uh, I used to be able to sight read easily. Oh, you're easily. a band it's, kid. So. Yeah, yeah. It's been so long since I've uh, really looked at sheet music. I got to look at it before I can play it. But no, I can still read it. I I played flute a long time ago, and I read sheet, no sheet music. And I always thought uh, I, I always thought that sheet music was music, but that is such a cage. It There's, makes you think you have to write sheet music to make music. Oh right, yes. It's sort. Um, it's like a weird. I think that's what it is. I'm not even sure if that's how I would say it, but I think sheet music kind of locks you into a frame of mind that isn't what music is. Because you could you can make that Mario music with just a couple of uh, attempts and just listening to what you're doing, sort of thing. You don't have to. It's all. It's all in. There's two types of musicians. It's the ones that are able to read music and they read music well. And whatever whatever dots on the page you put in front of them, they could, bam, they spit it out. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the ones that improvise and and play by ear. No, there's and also another. How... There's also another one. There's the uh, uh, 
was it like you see one, five, four, three chords, like chord musicians? Oh, yeah, that kind of ties into the it, it also depends on how you're doing that. There are the chord musicians where it's kind of the same thing. It breaks. Can, it's not the same thing as the, uh, sheet music, though. Sheet music is like notes. Well, kind of, because you got to know what the chords. Well, that's, that's true, you got to know, know what the notes in the <laughs> chord are. And so you like see a, uh, you know, a C sharp diminished and bam, you fucking can pop it out. Like, uh, but then there's sheet. the guys that One, see five, a nine, C sharp diminished and like play all the notes around it uh. with all the improvisation. Yeah, because you could just um, go crazy. You could feel it outside. Anyways, yeah. yeah, there's and and the ones that are good at sheet music are not that great at improvising, and vice versa. Yeah. I I played trombone in school, and so I played a lot by ear until I taught myself guitar. Also, um, and so I'm good at improvisation, and that's how I write a lot of music. Is I'll I'll find a riff or something that I like, and lay it down, and then improvise around it and come up with something cool that goes along with it and just keep improvising till I find neat shit. And I like that you played the flute. I've been trying to teach myself the flute. Oh man. I, I still, I've switched over to the tin whistle. Get a tin whistle. Those are kind of fun. You know, <laughs> well, I've got a bamboo flute. I've got a normal ass <laughs> flute like right here. You can probably hear the keys. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and the tenor recorder, which technically is also a flute. Things like two feet long. Yeah, I've only played. I played flute, uh, ukulele. And that's about it. What I really like are the those bigger flutes, like the alto flute or a bass flute. Oh, those things are cool. I had uh, the pleasure of working on some of those for a local uh, uh, college, and um, they're they've got a flute choir there, so they had these really nice alto and bass and contra alto flutes uh that just needed minor adjustment but i got to play on every single one i was uh, very excited uh, john john can you can can i take another pee break or yeah, i don't man. know it's it's almost midnight in the sewer over here are you free to Ooh. talk for a little bit longer i don't know if you're okay or... yes oh no man i'm i'm here for you all right because i still have some more questions and i want to i want to i want to i'll be right back okay i'll be i'll be right right here you could uh you could do whatever you want Oh, I'm, oh, oh, I'm going to do it. Do it. Go all ape shit throwing poop at the walls. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I've been doing. But you don't know because it's an audio only podcast. Dude, look like a lady. Can you feel that? Mm, I can. Oh, wheel in the sky keeps on turning. That's true. I guess. I don't know. What song is this? Oh, shit.
so somebody I was just some, messing with the uh, the stem player and the PO35 together. They were they were definitely rocking out. Uh somebody, somebody bought me a a ceramic flute because they know a very a very close person Ooh. to me. Bought a they're like, "Oh, you know you like flutes." So I bought you ceramic it's fucking hard as shit to play. Oh yeah. I believe it. And I, I don't want to blow too hard in the in the sewer. I'm going to wake up the entire city. Oh. That's Ooh. So it's just tone holes. Yeah, it's just fucking. It's a big old chunk of ceramic. It's like a weapon. That's a bamboo flute. Oh, is there a piece of like paper you had to lick and stick onto a hole? No. What kind of bamboo? Can, send me the send me that detail. I liked how that sounded. That was good. Uh, this was handmade by a dude. Fuck. Of course. It's hard as shit to play. You got to split the air over the top of it, and the low notes are the hardest. You gotta get low, low. Get low, get low. Get on low, on to. Uh, talk about getting low. What yeah. do you do to relax? Well. The uh, Modelo Especial. <laughs> it helps. Um, it do. But uh, Dame Black Loca, a, a a producer of the No Agenda Show, and a and a fan of the two hour folk hour that I do with Pfeiffer on Sunday mornings, where I heard we about uh, this. play we play bluegrass and folk and whatever else, uh, live tunes. She sent me this. So she is a glass blower down here in Texas in Smithville. She sent me a bong that is shaped like a guitar, complete with a glass stand for it. Have you seen pictures of it? No. Oh shit, man! I'll show you. Hold on. Where? Let me, where let me are clear they on it. your on your on your Twitter? Are they in the NA social? They're probably on NA social. I think they're still there. Are they? I think I have it name? set to delete my post after a month. Well, th- really? You, yeah, you're, just you're to paranoid. save clutter. Eh, it's about the clutter. Yeah, but, but I also have it on my phone. Fun, I think uh, it can be. It can be fun. I send it to mm. my my Twitter. D- slide into my DMs with this thing. Oh shit, man! Oh. I'll slide up in there. Slip, slip on in. I'm gonna. You won't even know that I've slipped in. Wait, just uh, so in talk, and out. You're talking. You're talking about marijuana. Do you Do you yeah. remember the first time you ever got high? Yeah, I do. I what, do, man. Can you share that? It was. I I didn't. I drank, but I didn't do do las drugas. Until I graduated high school. Drinking is drugs. When's the first time you drink? It is drugs. I Oh, the first time I drank. Um, like, really drank. Uh, I, I, I was probably like 12, 13. <laughs> shit. I got shit-faced drunk. That's... Uh, it was on a camping trip with my uncle and my cousin. <laughs> my cousin Rusty. And uh, had a good old time. And, uh, yeah, man, 
Uh, I mean, I started smoking cigarettes when I was 11. Really? So, yeah. That's how I got this voice. <laughs> that and genetics. What? Because everybody in my family. Were you the badass at school? Or are you like, oh, there's no, there's that badass no, band. Fucking nerd. <laughs> Hell no, I was a nerd. Nerd. Uh, nobody thought I was cool in school. I I just smoked cigarettes because yeah, you were smoking and getting hammered. <laughs> yeah, nobody knew. Nobody cared to know. Nobody knew. Um, nah. no, so, but I didn't smoke weed till I was eighteen. Had graduated high school. It was like the next day, even right after graduation, a guy I was in high school band with, but I was also in a band with like a pretty lame ass, like, you know, one of these post punk bands, you know what I mean? And, um, but you were in a band with a guy from band. Yeah. He was a trumpet player and a preacher's kid. Uh, he sang, I played bass and a couple of guys that were a grade above us. Uh, one was the drummer, one was the other guitar player. And, uh, I mean, we had potential, man. We could have, we could have gone, we could have gone places and we did go places like all over Texas, but that was it. Cause once we started like doing a lot of gigs in the state and wanting to like go on like an actual tour, uh, a couple of the guys, girlfriends didn't like that idea. And bitches put a put a squash to it yeah we went to a studio we recorded three songs one of them got play on college radio uh because two of the guys went to texas a&m so they knew a dude that ran the radio station and um so these yeah, ladies kept them back from their dreams are they are they still with them yeah. <laughs> yes one of them is married and has kids with that girl well she was okay since she uh i guess she had a I plan mean, you know yeah, you could have replaced sure. him though. Jeez, computers, <laughs> computers, man. <laughs> I mean, chicks were like throwing themselves at us. Bunch of band. So how? Okay, wait. So some preacher's oh, kid so gave we, you weed? Yeah, it was. I remember it vividly. It was Northern Lights. That's uh, that's what we smoked. Oh yeah, that's the. And we smoked it out of a bong that they made out of a plastic twenty ounce Dr Pepper bottle. Oh no! Was there tinfoil involved? Yeah. Fuck. No, no. I think it was a glass or a metal bowl. Oh, yeah. It was a metal bowl that they had That's shoved it. in there. Don't use tinfoil as a bowl, people. No, that is by it. Yeah, it's by it. That's I might have. Bad. I might have done that like once. I'm. Life. Yeah, I've I've smoked straight out of an aluminum can before. <laughs> And then yeah, after you figure out why that's bad, you're like, oh, there's chemicals on there and stuff. And, and stuff. Yeah, like this ink <laughs> probably isn't the greatest thing. Something to be sucking into your lungs. But it enhances your high, bro. Yo, the colors, bro, Duke. Dude, the colors, Duke. I'm colorblind, kid. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yeah. Um. So it was that. Uh, and most people say, like, I never uh, felt it the first time. I oh dude I got fucking stoned the first time so high yeah <sighs> right off the bat oh you were smoking and, cigarettes so you knew it in hell that's why ah uh, that's probably why it could be because yeah. I did I'd never smoked cigarettes before that I smoked after that and I didn't know to, how to inhale probably I was like <laughs> oh. smoking weed <laughs> that's good oh and you you just did the old Clinton maneuver. <laughs> 
Not inhale. Uh, I did not. I did, touched. Yeah, if you didn't smoke cigarettes, you might not have known how to inhale. Well, I uh, I learned it from watching you. Okay. No. Uh, um. So it got really high, really high, and I can safely say that that time was the only time I ever watched an entire episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. Huh. I was never really into that show, but that time at that dude's apartment, I watched maybe two episodes even. The SpongeBob just... is Christian propaganda. <laughs> I thought that was Veggie Tales. <laughs> and a tomato, like was it? Was it a? Comb. It was a joint, a bowl, uh, a. It wasn't a blunt, was it? Your first? No, it was a. Was... It was a bowl. Uh. And you got high and watched SpongeBob. I did. Uh, it was, it was fun, and um, I got high a lot ever since then. Uh, lots, and I, I enjoy, I enjoy the smoking of it in various ways. I, I like a good joint. I like a good blunt. I like a nice fat bowl. Like, do, you, do you still smoke cigarettes, or is that done? I'm smoking a cigarette right now, homie. I'm smoking a bowl right now. Cheers. Shit, I'm doing that too. Yeah, it was. I got, I got the guitar bong looking right at me, and I'm renaming the pictures so I can find them to send them to Twitter. They're buried deep in my phone, so deep in there. It's it's so much easier to quit smoking weed than to quit smoking cigarettes. I just like cigarettes. <laughs> I just like them. Come on, Morty. Smoke no, I, a cigarette with me, Morty. Oh, jeez, Rick. Probably would if I was with you, but. Oh, the stim player turned off. I heard it. <laughs> Have you ever tried uh, psychedelics? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of mushrooms. Nah. I've I've done them so many times. They're so easy to find in these parts around here. Well, yeah, they just grow they right grow. out of cow pies, you know. They just grow right out, right out from the. When's well, and, did, and you do, did you have you tried them recently? Have you have you tried them? Have mm-hmm. You... Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like I go hunting for them every October. Oh, or okay. Anytime, anytime the the ground is warm and the air is a little cooler and moist, is a good time to go shroom hunting. And I always go looking cow fields in the shade, like. Cows like to shit around the trees and stuff, so go do, look around do, there. When they're fresh, do they look the same as when they're dried and like just like a twig and ball? No, uh-uh. They're much no, bigger they're, and plumpier. Uh, I mean, they're as far as mushroom goes, they're they're pretty thin, like a thin mm. stalk, and the the cap itself is it's thin still, okay. with the gills. And I've probably just seen it just shriveled up a little bit. I've never seen mm. like a fresh magical mushroom. Have you ever seen? You've seen fresh oh. ones, I guess, if you're picking them. Oh, of course, man! Like. Um, I, yeah, I've picked quite a few. The best time I ever had was me and two other buddies, uh, at a nearby lake. And one of their grandmothers owned some land that she had cattle on and she had maybe 50 heads of cattle and they all went to this little patch of pine trees to shit. And that's the perfect spot for mushrooms because it's in the in the shade because the sun will start to dry them out and they'll they'll wither away. But when they're in the shade, they can grow longer and get fatter. And 
at first, when we first got there, we were seeing a few in the fields and whatnot. I was like, this kind of sucks. We spent maybe 30 minutes looking in the field and we found each of us, we found like, I don't know, three or four. And that was it. Stems and caps. Hey, that's yeah. Uh, just the whole four, mushroom, like, caps, that's like 40 bucks, uh, maybe, you know, maybe 20 bucks. I don't, I don't know. I haven't. Oh, bought. See, I've never bought them. So I have no idea about like, the I'm taking, the, I'm taking a weird guess from like 10 years ago. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's valid. Um, but then, so we saw this patch of pine trees and we just went over there to stand in the shade, uh, and to, uh, drink some water and get high probably smoke <laughs> a joint. <clears throat> but once we, we started getting closer to it, we found a couple more, but once we got inside there, it's like, oh, hey, look, here's one. And I looked down and then they're all around. It was, it was like, I didn't see them when I walked into the patch of, of trees. But once we got in there and I saw the one, it was like, they all came out. Your it brain, was, your brain, it was pattern recognition. Oh, yes. it was, yeah. And it, Disney music was playing. The, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, dude, we picked. We picked so many. It was five pounds wet. Did you, like, uh, did you have a teenage fresh... engineering backpack with you? <laughs> I should have, man. Didn't even have a flute. Just, uh, yeah, we picked five pounds of shrooms and that dried out to a pound. And uh, a pound of mushrooms is a lot. I, I did them for so long. And I, I didn't know microdosing is, was a thing. But that's what I was doing. I would, because you can you can make so many edible products with them because the the psychedelic part dissolves in water. The so best thing jello, about what you just you said is ice. that you had a shitload of the same product, so you could find yeah. your tolerance for that one product you had a shitload of <laughs> fairly quickly. Oh yeah, man. Um, and I. I, I like to be careful. I'm not always careful, but I like to be that way. Uh, well, I don't experiment with drugs nowadays, but when I was younger and partying a lot and everything, I would. If somebody had something I hadn't tried, I'd try it, but I'd only have half of what they told me to take. And you wouldn't be stupid about it. You <laughs> Sometimes I was, but Probably, most of the time I, I, I tried not to be. And it was the same with shrooms. Have you Have you ever uh, OD'd? Yeah. What, what, fuck, really? I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, it's fine. I mean, alcohol, yes, way, way too often. Alcohol, I probably um, come close to it and maybe have. <laughs> man, uh, at least three times on alcohol, I can say that, like, I'm pretty surprised that I lived. Did you go to the <laughs> hospital or is it? A... No, uh-uh. Yeah. You, maybe I should have for one of those times, but I didn't. Yeah. I, I went it home off. instead. Sleep it off. It's yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, that was, that was nuts. Uh, like the weird, like, I don't know what organ this is, but I can tell it's in distress feeling. Uh, uh, and then like, yeah, just the, the, the need for water and no amount of water helped like in a bathtub, drinking water, standing in the shower, let's drink some water. Like, were you, were you intoxicated and hung over or was this like you're kind of straight headed and feeling after effects of? No, I think it was the stage beyond hangover where the drunken feeling went away and, and it was just, yeah, you're still fucked. Like your brain is like, I don't, I'm not receiving everything at the moment. So I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm sorry. 
so like the uh, the physical effects of drunkenness and not so much the mental effects i think just because my brain was going there are too many red lights like there's the liver has a red light on one of your kidneys has a red light on everything uh, has a red light on it <laughs> everything has a red light on it like and when once it goes off you're like there it is <laughs> i can't give it much more captain <laughs> there it is that's when you fall down in, in uh, Taco Bell on the floor, clutching at your side. Uh, 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 Taco no. Uh, no, Taco Bell back then sounded like a great idea, and it never was. Never was. That's why I don't uh, eat Taco Bell now. It's not because I know it's unhealthy and I'm eating sawdust with my, quote, meat. Uh, it's because of all the times I've thrown it up and had Taco Bell come out of my nose. That's why I don't drink ta- eat Taco Bell anymore. Uh and same with the pharmaceuticals, like those, I quickly learned that I didn't like them. Oh yeah. Those were Cause it's weird. too easy to get really fucked up on them. Have you ever, and, uh, have you ever tried Xanax and drinking? Yeah. Yeah. Is that bad for your liver? Yeah. And your brain. Probably for yeah. everything. I've only, Probably I've done, I've done the like twice. And the kidneys, times. like it's, it's a filter too. So it's, but the liver, especially all the, all the fucking, um, Petroleum distillates they use as binders are uh, really not good for any part of your body. Isn't it, isn't it fucking retarded that uh, people don't tell kids how to get fucked up without destroying your your insides? I was I was just having this conversation with uh, with my girlfriend who has kids uh, that are around that age, and. It's good to tell I'm the them. Type you, should, of person, you should be like, hey, look, if you do X and Z, you'll get fucked up, but it's not good for you. If you, do, if you do Y, you'll be fine. <laughs> that's why I want to tell them, because I didn't receive that when I was young. Yeah, I just got told drugs were bad and don't do any of them. Yeah. That doesn't help. No. <laughs> um, so what had happened was I ended up trying all the drugs and with no instructions or anything. Eurowid. Uh, have you heard, you're, you know, Eurowid? Was it? The website, you're a wild, you're a wild. The, it's like the drug oh. uh, trip review site, which could be oh, written really? by anybody. Yeah. Uh, which three letter agency runs that one? Uh, Hopefully, no, the I FDA. Mean, that would be nice if the FDA run them. But yeah, if they were a, a if genuine, if they what, actually cared. Like, right. This is the study we did. This is all the data for everything. Not, not wait 20 and it's years. It's completely objective. 70 years to hear about what we did, maybe. Mm, no, no, they're not doing that. What you need is somebody to straight up tell you. My dad eventually did, but not until like after the fact, really. Um, but I was still experimenting with drugs, but it was well after I had started. And um, he's like, let me let me tell you a few things. So he shared his experience. Don't experiences. use tinfoil or tin <laughs> It was kind of shit like that. Yeah, just based on his experience, it's like, here's a... Here's what I did, and uh, here's what I liked, and I didn't like, and here's why. And uh, here's ways you can be careful, because I wasn't careful. I'm like, funny you should say that. Uh, I sh- could have used that advice last weekend, or whatever. Um, Thanks, Dad. No, but it was still helpful, uh, ultimately. And I think once once people reach a, a certain age, where especially your age is in the double digits, uh, it's... I mean, you don't have to tell them everything. Also, isn't it uh, ignorance to not spread information? Yeah, that's true. You're spreading ignorance. It's you're spreading ignorance if you're not spreading information. Like, hey, I know yeah. everything that. Especially you... if you do know something. Yeah. That is helpful. <laughs> it's. Don't make chicote happen. Mm. <laughs> 
No, don't. Let the uh, truth spread. Act 7, C1. As our hero stared out into the abyss with his beady little red eyes, it occurred to him that he had never tried to understand life or his own thinking. And beside him, his wife said, I figured out about your wife. I know where you met your wife. You told me you met your wife 15 years ago on a motherfucking camping trip and that your wife was Puerto Rican? Your wife ain't no motherfucking Puerto Rican. I thought she was when I first met her, cuz. Cause I walk up, I said, hello, it's good to meet you. My name is Vernon. And she said, hello, I'm Bunny. Goonie Google. <laughs> what the fuck does Goonie Google mean, buddy? I don't know what the fuck that shit is to this day. I thought I'd learn some new Spanish shit. I went up to my friend, I said, hey, Sanchez, Goonie Google. And Sanchez said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so I've been walking around for years confused. And I finally figured out about your wife, where you met your wife. You didn't meet your motherfucking wife on no camping trip. Your wife's a Bigfoot, isn't she, Gus? <laughs> your wife is a Bigfoot, isn't she? That's why the bitch mustache is so motherfucking thick. Because you shaved the bitch down and taught her to speak. I know a motherfucking Bigfoot when I see one. Don't bring a Bigfoot in my home, Gus. With my children, the bitch can't talk, she can't walk a flight of steps. She's not trained well, Gus. She cannot walk steps. I bet she climbed the fuck out of a tree, though, don't she, Gus? 
country. But you had to not bring her around here. Fuck her. And your motherfucking children, they're big feet too. They're half big foot, Gus. Because the motherfuckers is six years old and have afro 17 inches long. They're little hairy motherfuckers just like their mother. Look at the motherfuckers. You know when I found out that they was Bigfoot? When I realized your wife was a Bigfoot when I took your kids fishing last week. I put the motherfuckers in the boat, Gus, and I took the worm and I put it on their hooks, and they both sat there, and they put the poles down in the motherfucking boat and slammed their face in the water for two minutes. And I think, what the fuck are these kids doing? Then they start moving their head like this, and the motherfuckers come up with fish. I jumped back and said, can you believe this motherfucking shit? Then a kid took the fish out of his mouth and looked at his brother and said, Goonie Google. Angelo Badalamenti. This afternoon, it'll be going up to... <laughs> Once with the elaborate way black guys shake hands. They smack, slap, wiggle. What is the deal? Hey! I haven't seen you in a long time. People smack you and slap you and really hurt your head. Hey, let me ask you something, Luck. What you doing up in the project? Just the project. Project? What teacher assigned this project? Looking at the state of it, I hope they're grading on a curve. No, don't pay any attention to me. He's, uh, he's delirious. He doesn't know what he's saying. So if he does say something, it's uh, delirium. So uh, don't pay any attention. That's why they call him uh, Mr. Uh, delirious. He looks like your man is dissing you, brother. What up? Yeah, he ain't called dissing. What is this? Is it the opposite of that? And when did we become brothers? Does mom know about this? Hey, you know, man, what are you talking about my mother? What's up? Hey, man, you, you, you treading on ground zero. You talking about this boy mama? Why are black guys so protective of their mothers? Hey, man, what did you say? He doesn't know. He doesn't know what he's saying. So, uh, boy, does he not know what he's boy, saying? Boy, who you calling boy? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what boy means. Girl, I know, but I don't know from boys. Why do they call him bum rusher? Who's a bum? What's the rush? at Lawrence Livermore National Lab, National Ignition Facility, made the following happen. There's a tiny cylinder here at the end of this that you probably can't see. It's about so tall and this wide. Inside that was a, a small spherical capsule about half the diameter of a BB. 192 laser beams entered from the two ends of the cylinder and struck the inner wall. They didn't strike the capsule. They struck the inner wall of this cylinder and deposited energy, and that happened in less time than it takes light to move 10 feet. So it's kind of fast. X-rays from the wall impinged on the spherical capsule. Fusion fuel in the capsule got squeezed. Fusion reactions started. This had all happened before, 100 times before. But last week, for the first time, 
They designed this experiment so that the fusion fuel stayed hot enough, dense enough, and round enough for long enough that it ignited, and it produced more energies than the lasers had deposited. About two megajoules in, about three megajoules out, a gain of 1.5. The energy production took less time than it takes light to travel one inch. Kind of fast. So this is pretty cool. Hey, what makes a dancing scientist? Well, I love science. We're going to do some experiments today, but I also can bust a few moves. Can I, can I show you real can quick? Can I see? I mean, you all say right, you right. can bust a move. Bust it. Ready? Not bad, right? Yo! So this could be a, a brave new world. Bill, is there? Do you think that it could be in our grandchildren's lifetime? Could it be conceivably oh, sooner? Absolutely. I mean, so I just I just think about how quickly people went from discovering chain reactions, the sizzler crossing the street in 1928, and he had this idea. And then uh, just two decades later, we had nuclear power plants. Well, this could be the beginning of something amazing. So everybody, you know this expression H2O, water. There's no shortage of hydrogen, man. If we can find a way to make this happen continuously, what you do is capture the heat and almost certainly capture the heat, boil water and make steam and run a turbine, just as we do now in a coal-fired plant or a natural gas-fired plant or a nuclear plant using fission. So it's really an exciting thing, and it shows you the value of just investing. Today, the DOJ released the uh, sealed indictment where they revealed eight counts of fraud. Now, we're not going to go through every single one of them because they kind of repeat, but they range from like conspiracy to commit wire fraud and wire fraud itself to conspiracy to money launder and then also conspiracy to violate campaign finance laws, going back to the huge donations to political parties they made. But the big takeaway is that if he actually goes down for these eight things, he's facing serious prison time. And in my opinion, I think he's going to be declared guilty of at least some of these. I think the evidence is overwhelming. I personally have a confession from Sam that he commingled funds. We've got SEC complaints that he knowingly hid those $8 billion. We've got the CFTC saying he knew back in September that Alameda was in trouble. So it's just, there's too much stacked against him as well what I'm saying. What are we to make of all this? Nuclear fusion power is a worthy research project. It could have a huge payoff for the future of our civilization. But we need to be smart about just what research to invest into because we have limited resources. For this, it is super important that we focus on the relevant question. Will it output energy into the grid? There seem to be a lot of people in fusion research who want you to remain confused about just what the total energy gain is. I only recently read a new book about nuclear fusion, The Star Builders, which does the same thing again, only briefly mentions the total energy gain and never gives you a number. This misinformation has to stop. If you come across any popular science article or interview or video that does not clearly spell out what the total energy gain is, please call them out on it. Thanks for watching. See you next week. Like you just 
just invest in basic research. There right. is no right answer. And I got to say, Bill, to me, it's it, it's don't make me pick. We don't want to have to pick. <laughs> it's true. Me. No, but really, and we because the climate situation is so serious, we want to do, as I like to say, everything all at once. We want to <laughs> develop wind and solar. We want to develop uh, this fusion technology if it's possible. We want to avoid... You may know NIMBY, not in my backyard. We want to avoid banana. Build absolutely nothing anywhere near anything. We can't do that either. We have to to build power lines. It's going to have to go through somebody's right of way. We've got to find ways to distribute electricity and uh, include everybody in a future so that we have a higher quality of life for more people on Earth and we can avoid having catastrophic climate consequences. This is one more piece in the puzzle. Invest, invest, invest. And plus, people, I was born in the U.S. I don't know any better. Okay, so I want the U.S. to lead in this technology. I don't want to be catching up with um, uh, researchers in other parts of the world who are fine people. Yeah, yes. But Um, I want, as a, as a, they're US proud American, yeah. You make a great team. point. You make a great point, Bill. And I mean, this is such a great story. Look at me. Look at me in the windows to my soul. Shut the fuck up. Shut all the way the fuck up until you reach the top of Shut Fuck Mountain where there are no more fuck ups to shut. You don't believe in me. I I don't. Why do you doubt your senses? Because a little thing affects them. A slight disorder of the stomach makes them cheat. You, you might be an undigested beef. (laughs) A piece of cheese. A fragment of an underdone potato. There's more of gravy than of grave in you. Whatever you are. You see that toothpick? I do. You're not looking at it. But I see it notwithstanding. Oh. Well then, I've, I've just got to swallow this. I'd be tortured for the rest of my life by a legion of hobgoblins. All of my own creation. It's all humbug, I tell you. To find an enemy that's trying to subvert you, then you need to spy on everybody more and more. And the more you spy on everybody, the more nervous everybody gets. So as the government uh, proceeds down the path of spying on the citizens, remember the government one time was supposed to be our servant. We have completely forgotten about that. We got so used to thinking of them as our master. But the more they spy on the citizens, the more you get the citizens feeling anxious, nervous, paranoid, and a little bit hostile. That's why you see those bumper stickers that say, is your church BATF approved in in memory of Waco? Um, The government is spying on all of us all the time. Well, Kafka, who tried to write the craziest satire imaginable about the excesses that bureaucracy could go to, Kafka never thought of urine testing. 
<laughs> Kafka could not imagine a country in which the citizens were obliged to pee into bottles and give them to government agents to take it back and find out what was going on inside their bladder. As Bob says, you all heard of Bob, J.R. Bob Dobbs, short-term interim savior of the, sub, the church of the subgenius. As Bob says, if they can look at your pee and your bladder, what the hell still belongs to you? Well, once people get more and more used to the idea of the government spying on them, everybody's more and more nervous about the government. They start forming committees and groups to fight the fight back. So you get more and more contributions to the ACLU. You get the militias uh, taking another way of opposing the government. You got the Republic of Texas trying to secede. Uh, you got FIJA, the Fully Informed Jury Association, which is trying to make sure that every citizen learns eventually that ever since Magna Carta, it has been repeatedly upheld that juries have the right to judge the law as well as the facts. <laughs> if a judge tells you that even if you don't approve of the law, if you think this guy did it, you've got to find him guilty. The judge is lying. He's distorting the law. The actual law upheld by the United States Supreme Court in many decisions upheld in England ever since Magna Carta, you have the right, if you think the law is unjust, you have the right not to, uh, not to uphold that law. And they lie to you if they tell you anything else. So Fiji is trying to undo this thing. By their own, this means that the government, as it looks around, it sees hostility everywhere. There's the ACLU, there's Fiji, there's the militias, there, there's all sorts of right-wing and left-wing cranks. What's the answer? We've got to spy on the people even more. Let's have ma mail covers, let's have wiretaps, let's make sure we know that now they can listen to your phone even when you're not talking on it. They can put bugs in your phone, hear everything you're doing in your house. Do you think that you're not making porno movies? Every time you have sex, you don't know how many government, government officials are watching.
Ranger 9, Phase 4. As our hero drove down the road, his wife looked at him with big, doleful eyes and said, Darling, in all these years, in all these men that I've met, all the noses I've seen and all the rat ears that I've tickled, and all these socks that I've sucked, You know, Nicholas, the Radlicus, you are the one who I love. To which our hero, Mr. Rad, replied, Can you turn the fucking defaults on? I can barely see out the goddamn window, bitch! <laughs> Yeah, because inevitably, a person reaches a certain age, they want to hang out with their friends on their own and uh, do that away from uh, adult supervision, which is is all fine and good, but inevitably one of your friends is going to show up with starting off probably cigarettes and beer or liquor. And oh, definitely beer. Eventually, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe a joint or some pills or some shrooms, and all that's fine. Like, uh, I'm of the opinion that there aren't bad drugs. Like, the drugs themselves aren't bad. It's, it's just bad dealers or... Yeah. It's all in how you take them. And, you know, like, it's it's doing the drugs and not letting the drugs do you. It's it's that sort of, like, you have to have personal responsibility if you're going to use drugs of any kind. <laughs> that's why and that's also that what the, they don't teach. Beer. How come they never said beer is a gateway drug? I think beer, yeah. alcohol is definitely. Cigarettes are a fucking gateway drug. No, no, no. Not like alcohol is. Alcohol is the no, gateway no, drug you got, to right. fucking jumping out of an airplane. It's like. Yeah. Uh, AIDS. I had a couple of beers and I wound up banging 50 people in the alleyway. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. I ended up sticking my dick in the barbecue pit. It's because it's the hardest one to uh, lock down. You can make it in. You can make it anywhere. It's like, oh my, yeah, my uh, my apple just went sour. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get drunk tonight. I don't know. Well, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, uh, a minimal amount of minimal amount, uh, minimal amount of work to get yeah. alcohol is. It's, <laughs> mm-hmm. what, what's your What's your favorite favorite beer or drink? What's your favorite drink? What's a if If I went to the bar and you were drinking, what would you order? Oh, uh. I'd start off with a whiskey. Um, what what kind of whiskey? I don't really have like a a particular H- house. You just be like house type. whiskey. If I was buying, Wait. I'm like Merry Christmas, John Fletcher. You can get any whiskey on. The I always like going with what what the bartender recommends. I do that more often than not. 
I'll be like, give me a whiskey. They're like, what kind? I'm like, whatever kind you're drinking. Wow. You are, you are, you are liquid. You are fluid. Yeah. Cause to me, like the whole point is the effect that the alcohol gives you on your body. So everything else is the extra stuff There's that flavor. your body There's flavor processes. Yeah. 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 But that's all the extra stuff that is processed. Well, I mean, it is all processed by your body, but my point, my ultimate point is it all comes out the same piss hole in the end, no matter what brand it is. You live for the experience. You want to be like, what should I have right now? And like, this is, this is what's good here right now. Yeah. That's how I find, uh, interesting things uh, and, and stuff I might not have tried before that somebody else might've said like, no, oh, don't drink that shit. It's disgusting. That's a, uh, you know, rot gut or, you know, whatever. Paint thinner. <laughs> rot gut. This is how I discovered uh, Maker's Mark, though. I think Maker's Mark is mm-hmm. my favorite whiskey. That's a whiskey, right? Yeah, yeah. I've got some in my freezer right now. Yeah, Maker's Mark is my go-to. If I was, if I was to say my favorite whiskey, I would say Maker's Mark. There's one. I think it's called Rebel Yell. Rebel Yell. Uh, but Rebel Well, Rebel Yell whiskey is made in the same uh, distillery as. I think it's W.L. Weller, which is just like a shelf above in the liquor store. Yeah. But it's the exact same whiskey, uh, just at a cheaper price. If I was going for quantity, I'd I'd get that kind of stuff. But so Rebel Yell is I mean, the bottom go-to. shelf stuff, though. No, not really my go-to. Uh, right now, it, it's Maker's Mark because oh. that's what's in the freezer. Uh, so and, my go-to is your go-to. I think we've both landed. We found the... the we did. <laughs> the, the the whiskey of choice. I like Guinness. Um, yes, you. Oh yeah, like a nice day like this where it's it's cloudy and kind of rainy. I mean, any day is a good day for Guinness, except the hottest of summer days. Yeah, for me, that would be a but a night like uh, you know Europeans don't like it cold. I do. Like cold, cold, cold Guinness is so good. Nom nom nom. Guinness and Maker's Mark. Yeah, you can make yourself an Irish car bomb, but I guess that's an American car bomb or whatever. That's, Maybe that's, a you can't expats sit, car bomb. Kicked off the internet. Uh, let's talk. Uh, I mean, let's talk about a fun par- explosion. Uh, John Fletcher, have you ever had a paranormal experience? This might be a whole other show, dude. Because, <laughs> like, yes, um, for. As long as I can remember, like, uh, stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, we used to, me and friends in, in school before I could get, uh, you know, adult charges for trespassing, uh, I used to break in old buildings and go look around and it wasn't with the intent of like finding ghosts or anything, but, um, and it didn't happen all the time either, but there are, um, there are moments I remember of just, uh, I. This is these are sometimes like in Texas, seeing like shit, but like feeling stuff. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, like seeing like uh, insane asylums that were shut down or something. Or yeah, that's one of them. There's a place called uh, like Meadow Pines or something. You felt that, something there? No, that place was just creepy. But <laughs> there was. So I dated this girl in college whose mom was a a child psychologist or psychiatrist psychologist i think um and she used to work at meadow pines and 
she had a, a patient there, a young boy, that ultimately killed himself. But I didn't know any of this. This one night, I had spent the night out there. It, it was probably in the spring, and so one of these springtime storms popped up, and it was bad, like uh, just relentless rain, and it hailed some. Uh, the wind was crazy. There was probably tornadoes around, but uh, they just said I could sleep there. They had an extra bedroom, so I did. And they had hardwood floors in this house, and the bed was you know, kind of high up off the ground. There was nothing under the bed either. I learned that from, Except uh, for, was that the, the bear man, the uh, bear grills does said, don't sleep on the floor. The bug will get you stuff. Oh, they will you know, crawl up through the floorboards. Um, <laughs> but there was this like metal spring that this, this boy had in the corner of his room. And it was like the only thing he really liked. He liked the way the light caught it. Cause it was close to a window that let the sun in. And, so he didn't play with toys or any of that kind of shit. Didn't like books or coloring. He just wanted to watch the spring, like spin around on a string in the in the sunlight. I, and again, I didn't know any of this at the time. But as like, so I I went to bed. As I'm asleep, I, I I'm a light sleeper because of the ringing in my ears. Uh, so I usually sleep with a box fan or something on, but. I was at someone else's house, so they didn't have one in there. And uh, so, and it was in a new place, so I really wasn't sleeping that well. But I kept waking up because I thought I heard something moving around. And the third or fourth time, I I like got out of bed and looked around and didn't see anything moving. I like peeked my head out of the door. Everybody was asleep. All the lights were off. And so I went back to sleep. And then it happened a few more times, and I got out of bed again. I was like, what the fuck is moving around? I uh, thought maybe there was a mouse, so I was looking for a hole or or something. And then I found this spring under the bed. I was like, uh, okay, that's nothing. So I just picked the spring up and put it like on a, a small dresser right. and stood it up so it wasn't rolling around. Well, I don't know how much longer later I had fallen asleep and was woken up. This thing had fallen over off the uh, dresser and was, like, rolling across the floor. So then I picked it up and I put it back, but this time I put it, like, on top of, uh, it was like sheets or something that had folded up. Something that, you know, definitely wasn't going to roll off of. And it happened again. The the last time, it was rolling real slow. Not like the last time, it seemed like it was rolling from momentum. This time, it was rolling slow, real slow. Um, And their house was level. It wasn't rolling because of unlevel floors or anything. How, was, how old were you when this was happening? I was 19. 19, fuck, okay. Um, and then, then I... I picked it up and I like wrapped it in those sheets and uh, put a pillow and then some books and shit on top of it. And it didn't move the rest of the night. And then the next day I woke up and just mentioned it. I was like, this, this is weird. This spring just kept falling over. Were there, were, the there dr- <laughs> were there drugs involved? No, uh-uh. no <laughs> drugs, no alcohol either. Uh, so I'm like 19 her- in Fletcher time. That's uh that's definitely shroom era. <laughs> that's 
Oh yeah, yeah, but not not at this girl's house because her dad was the uh, chief of police in in that town. Isn't it fun to be around like people that are like uh, police stature when you're like, hey, <laughs> hey, he had this because uh, he was also the police officer that did dare in the in that school. <laughs> So he had this display box that he took with him to dare class or whatever yeah. that had all the drugs, like in its own little <laughs> plastic compartment in this box. It's like, I'll just take those. And they were all the real deal. That's what was cool. He got them out of the evidence. That sounds so, yeah, highly illegal. That's when her mom told me the story of that spring. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I mean, it's only illegal if somebody goes and rats you out. <laughs> It's only illegal if the law knows about it. He is the law. I know, but what? Eh, there should be some. Who governs the governors? <laughs> the, the the smellers, the people smelling the place. Yeah, sniffers. But yeah, that that was one time. This house I live in is creepy as fuck. Uh, and it's just a normal little. It's a small house. Is it just noises or, or visuals? A cabin. What's happening? What's other? I'm telling you, dude. It's are the walls whole, melting? <laughs> whole show. No, and this doesn't involve uh, psychedelics. I wish it kind of did, but that would make it don't. It, yeah, that would. Uh... It'd make it ex- like explainable. No, um, like it's a it's a pier and beam. They call it a cabin. It's just a small house, but it's it's normal. And houses normally creak. And make noise. They settle. They move in the wind, and, and yeah. all that shit. Has Plus, the, what's the foundation made out of? Is it a, a concrete? Well, it, there's no pa- stone. There, no, there is no foundation. It's pure and beam. So that means like the the beams for the floor are resting on on posts that are in the ground. There you go. There's mushrooms coming up to get the their dead well, relatives' there, bodies. There's because you have there's a possum. I know at least a possum that lives under the house. And uh, a cat that comes around there, uh, and then a skunk that comes by every now and then. They're going I to think. breed a new evolution of c- creature. I think the skunk is like Pepe Le Pew attracted to the uh, weed I smoke. <laughs> yeah, it's um, yeah, you you're having but like that, evolution. That shit normally happens, so I can, I know what I'm hearing if I hear the possum like rubbing up against pipes and shit on the underside of the house. Yeah. So that, that sounds one way. Like, oh, no, it's when not... stuff moves in the house that is too heavy to be moved by the air conditioning blowing on it or the windows being open and the wind coming in. Like my guitar cases. Um, like, Have you seen the move across. or you just seen like after they move? Like th- th- that was there. Now it's over here. How that happened? Or is it like. I... Yeah, that that one uh, where I don't see it move. Um, the noises like that will happen. Uh, like say, say I, I get out of bed to go look and see what caused a, a noise in the living room and it's a guitar case or whatever as i'm looking at the guitar case i will hear something do the same sort of thing on the other side of the house like either in in my bedroom or in the bathroom um where and it's usually stuff that's moving like that like a like a shampoo bottle or whatever what you could um, do, you could buy these these cameras by a company made in China called Anchor. They're UFI cameras. You just hang them all over your house, hundred percent safe. Nobody's watching. You could record it and see what's going on. I've thought about that, but it's 
it's money I could spend elsewhere. That's true. And Plus, also, what you if have I want to see it? In your house what if? Watching you? Yeah. Well, the CCP is always watching, so I'm used to that. And stuff that goes missing. So, like uh, the flute I have, I couldn't find it for a really long time, and I'm I'm particular where I put things, especially my musical instruments. And if I if I touch something that you know if i had it in my hand at one point in time i can visually uh remember where it was the last time i saw it like had it in my hand and so that flute i had put it with my other miscellaneous musical instruments that i don't use that often um and then one day it wasn't there and i i looked all over the goddamn house like i uh i tore apart everything like uh I looked behind my records that are in this cabinet. I looked inside all the boxes uh, that had records in them, my DVD boxes, like, or, or shelves, whatever they are. Like, Anywhere it could I mean, be. I, it's like... I looked inside everything because I've got old, uh, like, trumpet and cornet cases that I have taken the insides out and just used them to keep guitar cables and and miscellaneous, like, guitar stuff or, or wires, that sort of thing. Um John, what Look, have you lost? You've lost something in your life. I'm I'm getting a feeling from this whole story that at well, one point flute, in your life. And then it came back. It was in a place, though, that I would have never put it, which was behind a large box full of books in my closet. Um, and I remember putting that box there. And what what made me remember the box was wondering whether or not it would fit on the shelf. I put it all the way against the wall in the corner. And uh, I was like, yep, it'll fit. And that's where I left it. But then that flute turned up behind it. Like the box was pushed forward just enough for that flute to be back there. And the box was just about to fall over, actually, which is not how I would have left it either. Um, There's somebody. In, was Do you think there's a ghost, a monster, an alien? No, nah, like a little trickster guy doing shit like that. Leprechaun, like it's, it's never anything. Flesh and blood? Can you shoot him? What? No, it's the the place I live at, too. Not too many people know where I live. And um, I would know if a person walked up to the house from the driveway. So, are you thinking uh, ghost or or uh, or? Like I don't know a if it's psychic, ghost, psychic like, powers. No, I mean to me that all kind of ties in. Like they're all together in the same same thing because we can't explain them. It's either projections of our own mind or it's um, it's some something from another dimension or realm do you think it's malicious or do you think it's accidental no no with the hiding stuff it's not malicious it's like jokes because they always turn up that's malicious like stuff that goes missing. jokes are malicious they are but it's not with the intent to cause like physical harm or anything it's to you know i guess make me worry or something and then as soon as i give up that's when i find the things it's a, it's always like that as soon as i give up that's when i find them and they're put in places where I've looked before and where I wouldn't have missed it initially anyway. So it's just I'm one of those people that when I come home, I, I put my keys in a certain place uh, and all the other shit in my pockets. Like I put it all in a certain place every time. And so when stuff like that goes missing, I'm like, I know I didn't do it because it's kind of OCD about where I put it. Do you ever um, do you ever like get scared that it might be like a final destination fail? Like you might think it's just a prank, 
but the, it's, it might just be a fail by the Grim Reaper to put your flute in a place that will make you uh, slip and fall no. and get your uh, hand in a toaster. No, no, like the 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 real the the stuff that gives off the real negative energy is something completely different. Those are called it's, humans. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's not humans uh, that that do it. Okay, so I'm not I'm not concerned about anybody thinking I'm crazy or insane or full of shit. Like, you know, people think whatever they're going to think, but so far on my, your crazy scale, I'd say you're, you're, you're normal. (laughs) Yeah. Nominal. Yeah. Uh, you sound like you you said for somebody, if you, if you said you've tripped as many times as you had, you're doing amazingly well in my opinion. Oh man. To break away from that, you reminded me, um, I've only done acid once and that was a lot of fun. Acid stores itself in your your spinal fluid, and so you, one day, how would you compare what? acid trip to a mushroom trip? I know you've seen you haven't seen many acid trips, but you've seen more mushroom trips. But how is there a difference? Like how would you how would you say the dif- differentiate is it with the with the mushrooms? It was more natural feeling. So the More the like hallucinations a, like a weren't. It wasn't mechanical. No, well, not that it wasn't mechanical because acid wasn't mechanical either. But the on on shrooms, the hallucinations were more just visual augmentation, not straight up seeing shit that wasn't there. Whoa, okay. Um, like, but what'd you see on the acid? Like, was it people or like machine? Like edgy. Uh, no, no. Um, everything in in my mind's eye, looking back on it, was like, and I remember having the feeling too, because before it kicked in, I was playing guitar, and then as it was kicking in, um, at first I was like playing some really cool shit and like playing different shit than I than I normally would, and then it got to where the communication between my hands and my brain uh, was no longer optimal for good sounding music so, like so i put the guitar down, down. It, was, it was a bad trip no it was a good trip man uh <laughs> but like i didn't start seeing stuff initially it was that it, it was auditory uh, the biggest thing was hearing the moonlight far distance and, uh, hearing yeah Oh man! I've tried and, it. I tried it. And I was straight I up chemical, hearing it because I had a chemical trip and a natural trip, would be like a shroom. And I've also had a chemical one, which I don't know if it was acid. It was foxymethoxy. It's like a huh. synthetic mushroom, but oh, it was for hmm. me. That was a very like I could hear things happening ten miles away. Oh yeah, and like it was very. But with shrooms, it's very like a, like a like things are just fucking flowing all around you everything is you see yeah. life in front of your face yeah yeah and it's almost like like weed in the sense of like everything's beautiful like wow look at it i never noticed the colors in this brick before and i'm just you know right up to my nose looking at this uh, red brick on the side of a building um and that's on shrooms and on acid acid yeah. everything looked like uh those cheesy 80s and 90s daytime tv shows where it's like they smeared vaseline over the lens 
you know. Oh, this shit's a little bit blurry. (laughs) It was like that, yeah. But hearing the moonlight, I heard it. I would, it was a full moon also. So I'd walk out in the moonlight from the shadow of my porch and just hear just all the sounds all at once, but it was coming from the direction of the moon. And then I stepped back into the shadows of the porch and didn't hear anything. And then I get back in the moonlight and hear it again. I walked across the yard, got in the shadow of this uh, sweet gum tree, and no, no moon sound. <clears throat> is is electromagnetical? Because that's that's you're feeling the you. There's something know. happening there. It's almost like the moon was reflecting everything back to us. But it uh, is. It kind it's, of is. <laughs> the, have you have you seen that shit about how the moon the moon is a projection of the Earth? It's that, a projection like, of the earth. It's, all, it's also the sun. I would say it's we powered see by the, the sun. Well, like the, the shadows on the moon are the shadows of the shapes of the continents. But what? it's the projection of how they like actually are and no. not the way they show us on the like no, perfectly round no, globe. I know what you're talking about. No. Really? But then there's other continents like outside so it's like a projection our of, known world. Of a... It could be. No, because no I've no. never been. I've never been to the fucking moon. No, I'm not, Fletcher. I'm not buying that one because that I would do have to know have the that sun the earth hit the earth not... first, and then bounce the reflection of the Earth's projection onto the moon. Which, if if that would happen, that'd be cool. But I think there's no. craters. No, you I don't think need when that I look at the moon, all. I see craters. I don't think I see a projection of Earth. Earth's no, like uh, people use it in photography. There's there's ways you have a you have a highly reflective surface, um, and that reflects light from a light source and bounces it off whatever you're trying to photograph then there's another camera i mean you can that the the reflection of the secondary object Hmm. you know not the reflector or the light source but the 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 subject that's also giving off light and uh that's able to be projected onto something else um and so that's all the moon is doing is the the moon is hitting us with reflected sunlight and then taking picking up the reflected moonlight off of the earth. So, so is like, the bam, moon bam, bam, is bam. the moon is the moon the bitch of the earth or is it the bitch of the sun? Both. Yes, it's a... Yeah. John John Fletcher, what do you think happens when we die? Do you think our spirit goes? Do you think we go to heaven, or do you think there's a? Well, you just said you said before you're not a. Do you think we just stop existing? Do you think energy? No. no. Do you think um, we, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I I I believe that there is definitely a a. I don't know what anybody would call it. God some higher power, some creator of all things, something. There's a definite source of good out there, just like there's a definite source of evil. There's a positive energy source and a negative energy source. And uh, they they are what governs the, the reality we live in, almost like we're in a, a, a test. I mean, why do you think everybody thinks we live in a simulation it's because we kind of do, but it's a natural organic. Do you it's think? We know. Do you think people um, are aware of the good angel and bad angel on their shoulder? Some people are. 
I know I I've done yeah. things that were completely bad, like mm-hmm. horrible, but I only know it after the fact, way after the fact. Do you think people are doing things horribly during the fact? Yes. Oh, oh. I have personally. <laughs> I have done something I knew was wrong, but I did it anyway. I listened to the little voice in my head, just be like, go ahead and do it. For what, you know. for what, uh, what, what means for monetary or not nah, like dumb shit when you, when you're younger, like stealing stuff from a store. That's when that you're kind of younger shit. though. You look back yeah. on it now and would you do it again? No, cause I learned my lesson back then. But my, <laughs> my point is like, uh, even back then I was, I was still conscious of the choice I was making. No, you are, but you there's know. people that do bad things and they still do it today. You know what I mean? That's like, true. That's that stupidity like, oh, on their own part for not learning the lesson. You think it's, what if they learn? They're like, oh, I could do this and get away well, with it. Well, if they it. like it, then uh, that's also on them. That's, that's how that's I see politicians. I see politicians as uh, doing bad things and then getting away with it and keep doing well, it. Well, yeah, when you're doing that sort of thing, you are you are consciously yeah, that's... doing a negative act and producing more negative energy for your own gain. So that... That kind of shit builds up, and yeah, that's what, what I the, think happens the, in the next, the next like phase of of our existence is we we get rid of this bio machine we live in. And, some um, people have a really fucked up goings ons right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they'll they will reap what they sow, and like all of us will. Now, I don't know. When it comes to like religion and shit, who's to say who's right about uh, what they perceive of what's beyond this? Because one fact is true that once you die, you can't come back here and tell us what it's like over there. Nobody's done it. What are you talking about, mm-hmm. John? There's there's like 20 books saying that one guy did that. Yeah. All different guys. But, but... We don't know if they're being truthful or not because they're just like us. Uh, and the And the shit ghosts or or uh like spirits or or you know shit moving in your house or like feelings like aliens even those i don't know uh but that's not it it might be people that have passed on and have found like ways to get back in briefly or whatever maybe we could cut cut straight to the source here do you think there's ghosts do you think ghosts exist how about aliens? Yeah. Aliens? Do you think there's aliens? Yeah. What about Bigfoot? Do you think Bigfoot's real? Yeah. Oh yeah. What What is your favorite conspiracy? Do you have a favorite conspiracy? Like, like I, I'm the moon landing is still a little bit weird for me. It's a very strange. Uh, uh, if he, um, if he can, it, I think there might be a lot yeah. of people involved in saying that we landed on the moon. I can tell you, I like a few of them. I like the moon. Um. The moon landing part, NASA, you know, fucking with us and the Department of Defense. I like, I mean, I don't say I like them, but I, I've gone deep well, in the know, 9-11 fun stuff. fun to, to explore, to think about. 9-11, that one upsets me. It does. But for a different reason. Um, it, it affects me. But I, I, I've still, I I've still gone like York, deep in I live in New York, and when I watch that, those videos, I'm like, oh, it no, really, man. it really just, it, it. It upsets me because of everything that's happened because of it and, uh, you know, sending people over to, like, 
kill other people or die for that. The extent people are willing to take some something it's fun. to manipulate other people is what it's all about but like with with ghosts and like unexplained shit it may they may be all just different um manifestations of the same sort of thing but whether they're from our mind or from another place i don't know I, my ultimate favorite conspiracy theory is that the aliens are the dinosaurs that and they dinosaurs left. existed for millions of years and they got hyper intelligent and just like humans living on earth we're we're essentially animals and look at the time span more... the time span <clears throat> what they had is yeah the time they were here and evolving <sighs> and so it's possible that dinosaurs like like uh, <laughs> no no well not all of them later but Oh yeah, just like chickens. us, where we're animals and we manipulate our environment the way we do, and we have all this cool technology. But cows still exist, and so do chickens. Uh, but they're also animals with pretty much the same like parts in their meat machine as we have. But they don't do the shit we do. We we use them. Like cows are a food source. And are you sure we use them? Maybe they're uh, I mean, using uh, us. They're programming well, cats us. Cats definitely. Cats are. are Bro, that. cows could be too. Do you know how many cows are on cows the planet be. because of us? That's true. Well, and it might be the cows doing like some psychos that like you want to eat well, us, but first you have to make us fat and raise us. No, look at the success <laughs> story in India with the cows. I mean, that, that's don't your, eat one of your them. Case proven. The, uh, no, they don't eat any of them. They just love them. But there's um, no, there's no cows in India. There's like two cows. And they're on, they're on tour. The, the cows are on tour. Yeah. People look at them. But there's not they, billions uh, of them in America. There's probably billions of cows. Probably there's not. a lot. There's a lot. There's got to be. Like the, like the, like the, the Brachiosaurus or, or Triceratops or whatever, those are just all the beast of burden dinosaurs that didn't get smart. Where do the bones the, go? Where do we send the cow bones? Do we grind them up? Uh, that's what you eat when you eat gelatin. But there's more... There's more burgers than there is gelatin, isn't there? No, they put gelatin in a lot of stuff. That's true. Fuck. <laughs> it's... Yeah. Uh, it's also a binding agent for pills and shit, too. So, have you ever uh, seen a, all you vegans out there? A dope, dope sick? No. It's a, I've heard good things about it, though. It's really depressing to watch, and it's a uh, little predictable. I don't need that. Yeah, it's. But yeah, the dinosaurs, they evolved. Left space travel, they went away. Now they're coming back. Now they're the aliens we see, Ooh. and uh, that's why they're just fucking with us. They're like, I can't believe those monkeys like got all this shit, and they're still so dumb. Fletch, can can I take? Can I go to the bathroom again? <gasps> I still have yeah. I still have a couple more questions I have to ask you. Oh, okay, yeah. Ask when you get back. All right. Okay. I hope oh. everything comes out okay. Me too. I hope it's not purple like it was last time. Oh man, that's my favorite color. One eyed, one horn, flying purple people pisser. Girl, this is hot. It is. It is. It's so hot right now. Hansel is so hot right now. Uh, let's see. Um. Hmm. What is it? 
Oh, hey. Look at that. John, do you, do you, do you ever play oh. video, ga- video games or games or board games or anything? I used to play so many video games. I used to. And you stopped? Uh, yeah. I, uh, the podcast? Pretty much. Uh, it went from uh, fucking around with electronic games to electronic sound. Um, Creation no, is man, better than uh, consumption. That's true, but there are games you can create with. Mario Paint being one of them. <laughs> I have to send you this. I'll show you soon. It's it's he's he, it's a fun. Uh. Chapter five, paragraph three, word seven, and.
How did you meet? How did you meet your co-host cohort, Carolyn Blaney? Where, oh, you- Carolyn Blaney. Uh, so that was, uh, just like uh, you um through No Agenda. Yeah. On uh the No Agenda group on Facebook. Really, things. the Facebook yeah. No Agenda. Mm-hmm. I did not existed. Was that run it by did. jerks? Did you ever go to the the Reddit No Agenda group? Oh God! Uh, randomly, but yeah. Uh, I had a jokes. I had a fight there with the mods, oh. and <laughs> it was fun. Um, no, it uh, it was a lot of meme sharing, and and like you know little news articles and shit, and uh, I I just noticed that. Carolyn and I were um, pretty much just either making similar type of jokes. Meme syncing? Uh... Yeah, yeah. We were, we were just, sometimes we were the only two, like, saying funny shit. And um, uh, it was just talking in comments on there and, and laughing at shit she would say. And then um, eventually talking on the phone. Hey, I want to talk to you on the phone. Uh, I hate texting or typing. I mean, even though I can type, it's not a good way from. We're talking on a phone. Yeah, it's not a good way. It's true. And it's much better than text. Uh, You can misconstrue a lot of things in text. And there are the things you can't convey through text. Very true. And and as we talked on the phone, uh, we were having like long, hilarious conversations. And. I said, hey, uh, we could do, like, a podcast. And that was kind of a throwaway thing uh, until she just out of nowhere was like, 
hey, I'm I'm coming down there. Uh, let's hang out. I'm like, okay. So she did. She came to my house and we hung out, and that's where we started the podcast. Wait, and that's when she said, "Hold on, I've got something to show you." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> something. No, uh, wait. That was well. That was me that came up with that that title so what did you show her what was the first what was the first hold on i've got something to show you <laughs> it was it was um more than likely it was something about ancient egypt oh man like because you're all like an, cool shit you're in egypt dude i'm into that kind of stuff not just egypt but just ancient structures just um it's fascinating to me do you own a a metal detector? <laughs> uh, used to actually. <laughs> I could see you. I could see you. Like, Just out there sweeping. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Uh oh. <laughs> I bet it's a bottle cap. <laughs> Hold on. I got something. I got something to show you. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been a, a fucking mercury head dime that I found in the dirt back when I did go metal detecting in places. And 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 the the acronym of that is it looked like Hog Story. Yeah, a guy on Twitter, uh, um, Mike Mataloni. That might be the wrong way of saying his name. It's uh, Mataloni, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> we did, I don't know, we did hashtag, you know, acronym for hold on, I got something to show you. And then he was like, is that hashtag hog story? It is now. And I took it. And um, was there a rebranding at some point then? So it's like, when did Hog Story start? And when did Hold On? I've got something to show you. And whenever I say something, and I've got that is that is a long dumb name. That's funny. it is, but it's so it episode uh, early nine ten somewhere around in there. Oh, that's good. All right, uh, and we just just flat out changed it. Made no, really didn't even address it. I don't think. Uh, no, we probably did, but. That was it an wasn't episode. Just a, You're on like episode th- three something, right? It'll be three thirty uh, this Monday. Lunas, oh, lunas, lunas, lunas. Oh, you almost had three thirty-three. We're having Adam on three thirty-three. I hope he's not having surgery during it. Oh, actually, I don't think so. Should he be, he yeah. should be yeah. good yeah. to go because yeah. I I asked him a, a while ago about it, um, and uh, he was like. No, it's great getting in so early. He's like, "Yep, I got you down. We're good to go." So he probably planned his uh, surgery for this. <laughs> I'm not going to say he did, but there's no proof right. he didn't. Yeah, there's no. We can't prove he didn't. But, but he was he was telling me, um, that he actually liked the hold on. I got something to show you. Not so much as a title, but just as a kind of a vehicle for it uh and because we essentially pretty much do that anyway where i'll find something interesting and i'm like all right i'm gonna talk about this to carolyn on the show um so it is kind of still hold on i got something to show you just it's not the title of the show well it it is dumb well okay john it's it's dumb it's oh it's, it's dumb. a podcast I, yeah. you can't you, yeah you're I not got going to offend me by to, that uh, actually what would you say you got to listen to yeah I got, hold on, but hold on. I got hold something. On, I've got for something to. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hold on. I've got some sound for you. I I got audio. Hold on. Hold on. Audio. I've got audio. <laughs> hold on. I got some clips. 
Yeah. And, you, and that's what it's turned into is me taking an ass ton of clips to interrupt Carolyn with because I inevitably interrupt her and I never mean to, but it, it always happens. It's not, it's, it's, Dot it's net. It, it's very smooth. It's a great uh, experience because there is a, there is always stepping, but then it gets smooth. Yeah. It does get smooth. And I like to laugh and there's so much bullshit going on that you have to laugh at some of it. And it's not like I'm going to stop paying attention to the bullshit that, that our government does, for instance, because if I'm going to be fucked and I know I'm going to be fucked because that's, that's the business our government is in is fucking people. I at least want to know how I'm going to be fucked. I want to see it coming. You You do. I don't want to be caught by surprise. It's so hard to know though, because you could get bought into anything and not know if yeah. you're bought into something until some, ah, uh, it's. I just read a lot. I just read a lot. And uh, when you, you can spot the bullshit because it gets repeated across multiple places. But you, um, it's so hard to tell what is the bullshit until you hear somebody that you know, that you could know and trust that it's truly talking about something that you feel that they um, have a sense for. Well, and it's it's looking into the people telling you what's what. Like, look into them and and see what they're all about. What else have they written? Or who do they donate to? Uh, where'd they go to school? You know, who do they hang out with? There's still, that, there's still, the, there's still no, there's still no God. There's no, still no perfect person, though. No, even of course if, not. Even, even everybody, even me, I've might have, uh, I've might have killed a few people. Samesies might have been with, uh, you know, while I was drinking, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it's called, H.G. Wells. No, um, for, for Maker's Mark. For profit and fame, yes. Yeah, you know, whatever. Uh, Deal with the devil sort of thing. Yeah, Deal with Yeah, It's a, uh, but it's, it's such a giant, complicated machine that we're all only part of for a short amount of times. And, uh. I'm happy. I'm happy always to spend it with you, though. Same here, man. It's always cool hanging out with you. Like, you know, you're my kind of people. My these, kind of rat these things people. exist. There are people that exist that are people's people. Even though I'm not a, a person, I'm, I'm a I'm a rat, John. Yeah. Well, it's because we're such close friends. I can't help <laughs> but think of you as a person. I think of you as a rat. So that's uh. Oh, uh, that's nice. It is. Uh, I'll we're, take that compliment. We're interspecial uh, blending philosophies here. It's, uh, would Ooh, would you like blended. to would you like to promote your next episode of uh, Hog Story? This is going to play on Wednesday. The uh, something now. Uh, what's oh yes? So it'll be after. Four, what's after Wednesday the fourteenth that you got going on on the Hog Story? Or oh, um, that's a good question. I don't necessarily plan ahead. Uh, it could, because it all depends on what's going on the in the moment. Yeah. I, 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 uh, torture myself by listening to a lot of NPR. Um, but they did clue you into some bullshit. So I'll, uh, I may be making fun of their voices, uh, like Mary Louise Kelly or one of the obnoxious, um, just 
here's the news from Ukraine. Like, it totally sucks, guys. You know, where they do it, like, the the obnoxious thing, like, and, uh, you know, telling us all about, you know, uh, whatever Kaiser Health wants us to hear. Let's, uh, let's listen to, uh, you know, this guy, and he's, hey, how you doing? He's like, hi. Or the other guy with his uh, incredible uh, lisp, which, you know, anyway. You should, uh, you should do that on Hawk Story. You should do, uh like a segment about a story where you just go into a complete, you both go into complete gay characters. I mean, uh, not a uh, gay, gay, uh, uh, oh man, they're going to shut down the, they're excited. They're excited. Um, yeah. You should both. And be... that's the, that's <laughs> doing the higher pitched one. That's, uh, <laughs> takes quite a bit, but I'm super excited right now. There's, uh, a lot of stuff. Russians are shooting toilets in Ukraine. Oh my god, toilets? People are staying because of their cats. They're bejeweled and, too. Oh, and their grandmothers, and they're still making classic Ukrainian recipes amidst all the gunfire. What's the, and, what's the little doll in the doll in the doll? They take poops. Oh, the nesting that. dolls? The, they take nesting poops, I've heard there. They have to, they have to poop. They poop. Everybody poops. <clears throat> There's that. Room? There's that guy. There's the uh, the old guy, Scott Simon. Huh. I'm talking with Hillary Clinton. I'm Scott Simon. Man, Hillary Clinton will do anything. Uh, she's how how okay. What's the age difference between Bill and Hillary? I'd say probably like six years. It it That's seems it seems like fifty. It does. It's <laughs> he, uh, he hasn't. I mean, I Bill Clinton. I have not aged well. Hillary Clinton is like a, like a 40-year-old lady, and Bill Clinton's like 100 in my... Uh... He seems he seems like he's 95. <laughs> but he's, he's born in 46. When was Hillary born? Good question. Let's look at... Hill Dog. We're going... The CIA is now... Oh, she was born in 47. What? Yes. She's older than Bill? No, oh, no. She's, she's younger uh, by a year. She's younger. <laughs> yeah. By some months. Wow. 75. Hillary Clinton doesn't seem like a 75-year-old to me. No. Nope. It's all that blood. And the... anyway, um, we, we should probably... Uh, John... Thank you so much for uh, providing us with so much information in the sewer. Is there anything you'd like to promote other than anything we've already promoted? Um, or anybody you want to say <laughs> goodbye to? Or uh... Well, uh, I want to say, first I want to say hello to everybody listening. I'm a little late doing that, but hello. And <laughs> now I'll say goodbye. And then uh, hi and bye to, um, you know, Carblanes. Up, she's cool, and um, if you're awake Sunday mornings, uh, 10 a.m., that's uh, sewer time, and then figure out your time zone from there. Uh, check out the Sunday morning two hour folk hour. Are these recorded it's, anywhere? Nope, somebody's. Re- I mean, I record Darren them, but they're not released. Them. Okay. <laughs> I record them also, but they're not released anywhere. Uh, I, I like. The radio feel of like tune in, 
Oh, yeah, then, it, then and, burn those recordings. Well, no, I'm going to keep them. I'm Dusty Apple. Those are yours. Those are your little guys. special but Indians in the cupboard. I, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that book in a long ass time. Uh, now he ain't there. Those those little what uh, the hell? Those little pocket engineering toys look like the Indian in the cupboard, and they sing to you and shit. They kind of are. Well, Chinese in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I um I grew up listening to country music and uh, grew to hate it, and didn't really hate bluegrass, but I didn't care for it either. And it wasn't until Pfeiffer and I just had the idea to do a folk and bluegrass show that I started looking and finding some really cool shit out there. Uh, some talented musicians that just shred on these acoustic instruments the way uh, anybody else like Steve Vai or somebody would shred on an electric guitar. Uh, so in nine hours from now, this is going to happen. It sure is. All right. I'm gonna it's going to be fun. Always check out Hog Story, uh, episode 333, which is January 2nd of next year. We're kicking off a new year with Adam Curry as a guest. And uh, I do know I'm going to talk with him about the mud flood kind of alternate history type shit where, you know, there's some ancient civilization and we just found their buildings and moved in. Uh, Didn't we have a, a Mandela effect story earlier in this that we were just talking about? Yeah. Like I said earlier, too, it's just one big, it just circle jerks back around. It does. It goes in loops. Yeah. Uh, and so. Fruity loops. Not that's us. it. And, and always listen to Nick the Rat. You got great fucking tunes. Like, for real, and electronic music was another genre of music that I could listen to. I was just never, like, into. And, yeah, it's your fault I got the pocket operator and kind of got into digital music stuffs check out koala and if you have i I wrote it down if you got if you got like four bucks and either an android or iphone and just just go like hold a button down go and then just break it up into little fucking it's really intuitive and a fun way to create a little track but uh i had to wake up in five hours from now oh shit man yeah, you need your stuff. your your my, beauty rat sleep. I do. So, um, so thank you so much for the interview, John Fletcher. And uh, hey, thanks for letting me hang out in here with you. You're the best. This is the. Our hero and his wife are sitting on a bench in a park. The sun is setting with crimson red in the sky. Big, looming clouds like ships float across the horizon. Our hero's wife turns to our hero and says, Tommy, I wonder why is it that I think all the time? And in my sleeping hours, I often dream. It feels like I'm wearing myself out. What do you say? To which our hero replied, He 
You think I give a fuck about you or me or life or anything? Will you please shut up, bitch? I'm trying to read this book on nihilism. I'm into this nihilist shit now. <laughs>
said there uh it's three in the morning nick the rat needs to go to sleep i just want to say thank you to uh john fletcher hog story everybody in the chat all the late night warriors uh yeah i hope you guys uh tune in next week and i hope you have a, a lovely evening or morning i don't even know what the fuck it is anymore but I got a skadoots. Anyway, um, we'll be back next week with more Nick the Rat Radio. We'll we'll see what we uh, uncover then. All right, bye.
Marleys were dead to begin with. Well, well, pardon me? That's how the story begins, Rizzo. The Marleys were dead to begin with. Oh. As dead as a doornail. It's a good beginning. It's creepy and kind of woohoo, spooky. Oh, thank you, Rizzo. You're welcome, Mr. Dickens. In life, the Marleys had been business partners with a shrewd moneylender named Ebenezer Scrooge. Ooh. You will meet him as he comes around that corner. Where? There. When? Now. Don't kill animals. Rats have rights. How can a confused person say they're what's true? Do you see what I'm saying? You can say anything, sir, but unless you go into what thinking is, you'll never understand the truth or what God may be or what a good man may be, sir, unless you are good yourself. See, right now you're just playing with ideas. You're making a living, a killing off of this podcast or whatever with playing with ideas so you're not serious so there's something deeper with you something more sinister something that's trying to prevent truth sir. so